Welcome, everybody, to episode 120 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Corey. We are talking today about Path of Exile. Now, Path of Exile has been in open beta for a long time, and probably a lot of people that were interested in it probably have already played it, but uh, it was officially released on Steam like maybe a week or a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks. It wasn't that long. No, yeah, it's been a it's, short time. It, yeah, it's it, uh, like, like I said, quote-unquote, officially released on Steam, so uh, we got a chance to play it. I played it for the first time actually. I was we were going to do an episode on this in the summer, but uh on the on the open when it first went into open beta, but we just never got around to it. So we're finally getting around to the Path of Exile episode we've been meaning to do for a while. Uh but before we get started with that, let's get into some uh some teasers, fellas. Anything to tease later, Will? Uh Pokemon X. Uh-huh. And I did want to say that I got uh, Call of Duty Ghosts, but we'll be yeah. doing a hangover on that. I think we just yeah. decided, so uh, stay tuned for that hangover. It should be within the next week or two. Week or two, yeah. yeah. Before the for next consoles. Call, Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, I'm excited for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's going to be a fun one, that's for sure. All right. What about you, Corey? Teasers? I played Oregon Trail for the first time. Uh-huh. That was fun. Uh, and I also rebooted... Star Wars The Old Republic, uh-huh. reinstalled it and played that for a little bit. I think that's all new that I played. I played a ton of stuff for the Extra Life uh, gaming marathon, but I assume we'll get to that a little bit later. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I also played a, a bunch of different things for uh, Extra Life. Most of it I had already played uh, in one form or another, but I did. the only new game I played for that was Chivalry Medieval Warfare. So I'll be talking about that during... Uh, during uh, what I played this week. So, um, yeah, that's it for teasers. Let's get right into Path of Exile. Um, it was developed by Grinding Gear Games, which is uh, it's an indie studio. They, I think it's just a group of guys, right? Like, it's maybe three or four. It's a small small studio yeah. of guys that made it. It's a point-and-click action RPG. Uh, it's in the Diablo or Torchlight vein of games. If you've played one of those, you're familiar with the type of game that it is. Uh, but before I get into the classes... There's three primary attributes in the game. There's strength, which is represented by the red, the color red. Dexterity, which is represented by green. And intelligence, which is represented by blue. That's kind of important for, for later on. Uh, character classes rely heavily on one or more of those stats. Uh, two in the case of hybrid characters. The classes are the Marauder, which is the strength character. The Ranger, which is the dexterity, cre- uh, de- dexterity class. Um... The Witch, which is the Intelligence class. The Duelist, which is Strength and Dexterity. The Templar, which is Strength and Intelligence. Shadow, which is Dexterity and Intelligence. And then there's the Scion, which is a mix of all of them. Kind of the, the generalist of the, of the bunch. Um, attacks and spells are looted, bought, or given as quest rewards in the form of gems and are also paired uh, along with the game the game's three primary stats. So you'll have your blue gems that are you know your, your Intelligence type of attacks, your red ones, which are strength attacks, and then your green ones, which are dexterity attacks. Uh, The gems need to be placed in settings in weapons and armor and need to have the correct colored setting in order to be placed. So, like, uh, on... on, I think my character right now, I I have, like, a shield and maybe a wand or a scepter of some sort, and, uh, like, on my shield I have two... or a blue and a green, so I have, you know, one of my quote-unquote wizard spells and then uh and uh like a dexterity attack which is throwing knives so um yeah that that's how you equip your quote-unquote like attacks and spells and stuff as opposed to unlocking them via um you know 
leveling up. Levelings, yeah. So, uh, gems themselves can be leveled up to more powerful versions and can be reset into a new piece of equipment. So, if you put if you put a gem onto a piece of equipment, it's not stuck on that piece of equipment forever. You can take it off and and put it into something new once you upgrade your equipment. Uh, there's also support gems, which can give added bonuses to the gems they are linked with. So, for example, uh, there's there's one. Apparently, I haven't gotten any of these yet, but there's one that you put on you you put on a piece of equipment that has like like for me it would be an attack spell, and it makes it so you fire you know it's added projectile I think is what it was called, and it made it makes it so that you know instead of firing one fireball you fire two or three or four fireballs depending on what level the gem is. So. Uh, yeah, uh, the abilities that you unlock in the skill tree are all passive abilities after every level gained, uh, and sometimes as a quest reward, the player is given a point to spend in the passive skill tree. Uh, passive skills range from stat bonuses to damage bonuses, etc. Uh, personally, my, my character is a witch, um, before we get any further, you made a, what would you make, Will? Shadow. Shadow, and Cory also made a witch, right, Yeah. Cor? Okay, uh, I, I'm headed for the summoning bonuses to give me more zombies and skeletons because that's kind. I'm kind of going for the summoner route, um, making my minions do most of my fighting for me, and then hitting them with some spells from a distance. So, a safe um, distance. Yeah, safe distance, definitely. Um, and, but there's 1,350 passive skills in all. Um, if you look there, if you look, go on the Path of Exile website, you can get a get a good look at the. Uh, the the skill tree and and how many skills there are like really you can do anything you want with any kind of character um there, yeah i wrote uh, for my next line uh, all these options give the player a huge amount of customization options uh on my witch my primary stat is intelligence but i put some points into strength to give myself the ability to carry some heavier armor for protection so i'm i'm also doing that like i said the shield that i have is is like a like a shield for like a warrior type of class or the marauder they call it in path of exile just for some more more defensive uh, protection, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, for currency, Path of Exile doesn't use money, but instead uses town portal scrolls, item identification scrolls, which are known as wisdom scrolls, and various other orbs that affect equipment in one way or the other. For example, the orb of transmutation, which is used as a currency, also upgrades a normal item to a magic item. So that's what's using currency instead of like gold and silver and stuff. Yeah, I was confused on that. I was yeah. like, why don't I have gold? It takes it takes a little bit to get used to, definitely. Yeah. Uh, all currency has small a smaller version of itself, and a certain number needs to be met uh, in order to get the full scroll or orb or whatever it is, you know, currency item. So, for example, uh, five scrab five fragments of a scroll of wisdom equal a full scroll. So, you'll get fragments a lot of times when you sell stuff on vendors, um, and then once you get, like I said, five fragments of the scroll you can it'll turn into a, a full scroll of wisdom so which the scroll of wisdom is what's used for the uh item identification so uh once in the game you'll find the standard red orb of health and blue orb for mana uh, attacks are mapped to the left right and middle buttons on the mouse as well as the QWERT buttons. Uh, abilities can ma- be mapped in any way you want. My Witch has a primary spell uh, on the left mouse button as opposed to like a melee attack because, as I said, I, I stay away from uh, up-close combat if I can. Um, and uh, summon zombie in the middle, and then the lesser spells, uh, I have my, I think my knife attack on the right mouse button, but uh, the summon zombie in the middle. Uh, lesser spells I keep on the QWERT buttons, um, for use when I need them. So, uh, for healing and mana potions, there's flasks in this game. There's no uh, no potions like like in the other games, uh, which can be upgraded and switched out. Flasks 
can also have bonuses attached to them. So whenever you use the flask to increase your health or whatever, can also have other bonuses. Uh, and those you can loot too or buy at vendors. Uh, instead of uh, finding potions, flasks are recharged by killing enemies, which is cool. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of you know having a ton of potions clogging up your inventory or whatever. Uh, what if you get to a boss though? In he keeps killing you, and you don't have any health potions left. Uh, I had a little trouble with that. Actually, I'll, I'll talk about that once once we get a little further along. Okay. Uh, flasks that do different things other than health. Uh, f- wait, what did I? Instead of finding potions, yeah, flasks do different things other than health and man. Oh yeah, that, I know what I was trying to say. There, there's other potions like uh, there was a swiftness potion, um, that made your character run faster and I think it may, maybe attack faster. Um, and you could you could map that. All those are, those are mapped to the one through five buttons. So, you know, you can have you know one and two be health and mana, and then the other three be some other kind of potion uh, that that do various things. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of cool. It's got an MMORPG like chat system, which I did end up turning off almost immediately. I got tired of seeing people arguing in the chat about which better. Diablo yeah, yeah. Or no, or... not even that. But you know, oh the what the mara- marauders overpower such <laughs> this uh, this class sucks. This class sucks. That class sucks. I didn't want to hear it. I, I don't. Care. I'm not playing that game to play an MMORPG. So exactly. I did turn that off. I found it annoying. Uh, but when you go into a town hub, other players can see can be seen wandering around and going about their business. So, um, and that that's kind of neat. But you know, I can do without the chat. Uh, there are microtransactions in the game, but they are limited exclusively to visual things like weapons and item skins. There's also pets that follow you around, and some new animations like colored footprints and special character dances. So none of that stuff is required at all in any way for the game. Uh, but it's all it's all cosmetic stuff that that you can buy in the microtransaction store. The only gameplay thing is you can buy more tabs to put in your stash that you share across your. Mm your um characters but i haven't used that at all so i can't i can't see that as being a necessary thing but you know maybe it is as you get higher and level up all the different characters uh so when the game starts you're washed up in a coastal area with zombies wandering around i have no idea what's happening in the story i uh, like torchlight like diablo barely pay any attention to the story now those aren't story driven games at all yeah i mean really you're playing those games to kill some monsters and get some loot yeah um I think Diablo. That's why I like Torchlight One so much. It was just like, well, we all know why you're here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just go kill some stuff. And you know what? I thought uh, probably Diablo Three have had the best story out of all of them. And even that, like, I only paid very, very little attention to it. Now, the only thing I got out of the story was the cutscenes in between acts. Well, yeah, the cutscenes were fantastic. Yeah, they always are with with Blizzard games. And so that was the only thing I got out of it, though. Yeah. Uh, initial thoughts on the game. I was very impressed with the graphics. I thought it looked really nice. The coastal shipwreck area was very detailed. What the heck is that? Is that, uh, that wasn't my car, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, coastal shipwreck area was very detailed with, uh, with it being nighttime and during a thunderstorm, the lightning would light things up very nicely. It looked, looked very, very good. So. Uh well yeah that's that's kind of the gist of Path of Exile what, what I mean what do you guys think of it so far Corey I know you played quite a bit during the beta but not so much the finished version what are your what are your thoughts I think, Yeah I think I got to like level twelve in the beta Okay Um and I mean I guess the the biggest thing and the thing that stands out the most playing the game is the skill tree Yeah Um you can essentially access any skill in the skill tree mm-hmm. uh, from any starting character 
And I guess from what I understand, like if you're making a certain class, it sometimes makes sense to start. If you, if you want to be a certain class, it sometimes makes sense to start elsewhere in the skill tree and work your way towards that class, which is a little confusing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing about the game, and, and it just plays like, I mean, if you've played a Diablo or a Torchlight, you know exactly what you're getting into. Yeah. It's exactly one of those. And they say, the developers said, like, this is the Diablo 2 sequel you really wanted. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, I actually, I would place it in between Diablo 3 and Torchlight 2. I think I like Torchlight 2 the best out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- this game is, it's free, you know, so... You should definitely play it if you have a even if you don't have a good PC. Like it, you know, the 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 minimum specs are pretty low, so it can run on a variety of machines. But um, I did think it was it was it was really good. Um, and it, it capital. It's not a very flashy game. No, um, but it capitalizes on all the things that make that type of game great, like the loot whoring yeah. and the the skill tree and the character customization. Um, the the anim- even the little combat animations and stuff like that and all the different abilities are a lot of fun. Yeah. I do think what sets it apart from other games is the skill tree because like you said you can start out with any class and not play that class like at all and you know make, or make something completely different. Like I said with right. with my witch I'm going for pretty much a, a, as many of the summoning sp- skills as I can access on the on the skill tree to to help with my summoning but I also did a little bit of strength for for extra you know so I can wear heavier armor for for better defense uh in a witch which is supposed to just have the intelligence be its its primary statistic you know so and if I, you look at it it's a little overwhelming but once you once you realize like they're all passive skills yeah and like it's 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 a pretty linear route. You make a decision here and there which direction you want to go. Yeah. But it's really not that difficult, uh, you know, once you figure out where you want to go and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, once you have a plan, like, uh, one of the things I did is I, when, when I figured out that that's how, you know, that those were only passive skills and that's how you, you know, you get to them, I, I did, you know, kind of look at what the ones I wanted to get to. And, and like you said, it, it's linear once you get to there. Like, okay, you got another point. I'm going to head this way, you know. You don't you don't need to be overwhelmed by it because it's really not that big of a deal. Just spend some time looking when you first get the game, figure out where you want to go, and uh, then just start putting your points into that. You know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I would like like I do really like Path of Exile. Um, I'm not blown away by it by any, by any stretch, um, but it's good. It's free. You can't you can't beat that. Uh, one thing I really was annoyed with was is the frequency that uh, that I had to head back to town and sell stuff. Yeah. Um, Tor- yeah. Torchlight 2 really solved that problem very well by having the pet that you have along with you that you can send back to sell stuff. Um, that really was a, was a huge upgrade for mm-hmm. me. Um, and uh, Path of Exile, uh, because you're carrying, like, all the currency is, like, actually in your inventory, it starts to take up inventory space. A lot of it. Too, uh, yeah. Quite a bit of the, the inventory. So I had, you know, it feels like every two or three minutes you're headed back to town or, or just leaving stuff. You can just leave stuff, too. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you want. I don't like to do that. I like to collect everything. But I'm kind of OCD about collecting everything. Yeah, so, so am I. So I did find that to be kind of a pain. Did you have an issue with that, Corey? Yeah, the, the inventory being too, too yeah. cluttered. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But like you said, Torchlight really uh, solved that problem. I don't know why. Why do they – why is there that barrier? You know, why do they make that limitation? I don't know. I think – I don't think most people prefer the Torchlight way of doing it. I think they why like not? having to head back to town to sell stuff because it harkens back to Diablo 2, you know. 
I think that's really what they were going for going for for this game was to be like Diablo 2 but better graphics. I don't know. There's never been especially in MMOs like there's never been a time in a video game where I've wanted to have to go back to town to sell my stuff. Well, Unless like not I had you to go for another reason. Right, not you. But yeah. I, I do think people like that more classic feel to it, you know? Well, at least have both yeah. options. Right. Like, why not? Like, what's it going to hurt having that the option for people to send something back to sell? Right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, you can get pets in this game. You have to pay for them. But maybe. I don't think they serve any purpose other than following you around, you know? I want I want to buy one just to see. Yeah. I, I really don't. They, they made it seem like it has no purpose other than to be, you know, a cosmetic Same. item. yeah. So. Yeah, they did say it's only like visual. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the chances of it doing that are very slim. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, but to get back to what you were talking about, Corey, with the with the health potions, um, I when I was fighting the boss at the end, because I I made I've played maybe seven hours of this game. Uh, I beat Ooh. the first act and I'm in the second act right now, which if you look on my video, that's like the beginning of the second act, um, uh. the 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 grassy field type of type of place. Uh, I did have trouble with the uh, the boss at the end of the first act. I used up all my flasks, you know, fighting him. And uh, also, my summon zombie, or I guess it's like a raise dead spell. Uh, and it, you know, anything dead on the ground, I can click and, and raise a zombie. But after I died the first time, there wasn't any dead bodies around. So oh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't summon any of the zombies. Luckily, I had the summon skeleton thing, so I could summon skeletons. But I couldn't raise any dead. Um, but, but it was different in that when I went back, cause I had almost killed him. I was, you know, I was trying to like blitzkrieg him just to finish off his last, last health and he killed me. Uh, but luckily when I finally got back there, his health was still down. It wasn't, I, I didn't have to restart. So that's nice. So that does help a little bit because I did have to, uh, um, you know, come back I keep the, yeah after I died, you know, keep trying at the, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I guess you could, if you wanted, go back to an older area and refill your your flasks and and stuff. So you could do that, but I did have trouble with that core. I couldn't heal myself at all. I just had to avoid attacks until my health went back up, so I could finish them yeah. off. Doodle loop. Yep. Uh, that said, I really do like the flasks the the way the flasks work for healing and mana potions. It's it's stays out of the way you know because they just kind of recharge when you're when you're killing stuff and you don't really have to worry about other than uh you know upgrading your flasks when flasks when you get the chance so sure what about you will what were your thoughts on on path of exile um i'm level six and i picked a shadow right Uh now um but so far i've really liked it as you said i don't like it as much as torchlight 2 yeah but i do think it's a good game yeah I was overwhelmed with the skill tree, but I didn't realize that they were all passives yep, because all I wasn't passive looking skills. too much into it. Yep. So now that I know that, I'm not as worried about it. But, I mean, so far I've really liked it. Um, I think my thoughts of it were it was the expansion to Diablo 2 that people wanted. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people were very unhappy with the art style in Diablo 3 and stuff like that. Um, right. Um, and, you know, then placing the skills into whatever they want. So this one feels like it's the actual successor to Diablo 2 for some people. Um yeah, but so far I've really liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I am. I left off. Oof, boy, I don't remember. It's been a few weeks. Okay. I played it like when it first came out yeah. on Steam, and yeah. I haven't played it since. Okay. But uh, yeah, so far I've liked it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and how long to beat? Has it about twenty six hours for the for oh. the main story? So. Wow. How many acts? I'm gonna guess three, but I don't really know. Like I said, I just got into the second act at, I think like eight hours probably. Oh, wow. 
Uh, and I didn't do as much exploring as I usually do. I was trying. I was kind of trying to power power through a little bit. I do want to beat it yeah. uh, and and move on. And like I said, you know, it's. It, I just think that this really isn't my type of game anymore. Uh, rather than it being a, a knock on the game for me, not really like wanting to play it really badly. It's it's not a knock on the game as much as it's just not my type of game anymore. You've changed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As a as a gamer. Yeah. I, I think this is uh you know uh maybe a tired genre a little bit. I agree think? with that. Yeah. Totally. I don't know about tired. I think it's just one of those few one of those genres that there's only enough room for there's only so much you can point do. and click game yeah one yeah. or two yeah <laughs> diablo and torchlight yeah <laughs> uh like i said that's no way a knock on path of exile because i do think it's really well done um and it's free you you really should try it because it's at, you know it's free you don't have to you don't have to pay for anything so mm-hmm. definitely give it a try even if you don't have a very good computer definitely give it a try yeah so did you dan did you experiment yeah. with the leagues at all no, I didn't. I didn't understand that stuff at all. Like, I did see that there was like speed leagues, which uh, you know, maybe like a almost like a split speed pay- playthrough type of stuff. Like the drug. I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand what any of that stuff was about. Yeah, there's. I guess there's one you can do where like you make a character, and you play it in that day, and depending on how far you get, that's your like ranking for the day. Oh, okay. And that's it, and that's it for that league. So you uh, just there's also like. A standard league and a hardcore league. Yeah. Standard one, like the restrictions aren't as harsh, or the penalties aren't as harsh when you die. Um, and if you die in the hardcore league, you get sent to the standard league or something like that. I don't, I don't really know how it works. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just different ways to to engage with the game. Yeah, yeah. There's also a difficulty level where if you die, it's it's permadeath. Oh, nice. Which I think is cool. Uh, I wouldn't want to play that, but if you're really into the game and really, you know, really know what you're doing, you could probably have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, they had that in Diablo three, and I've seen some pretty sad deaths. People were on the hardest difficulty on uh, Nightmare, mm-hmm. and they'd kill an enemy, but it was the exploding enemy, and they didn't realize and uh, it kills you instantly. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, Nightmare in the second act. Are there any videos of people like at the very end of the game that die? Yep. <laughs> oh, <God>. That's <laughs> their face is priceless. That's heartbreaking. It's like. Just so sad. Yeah. I gotta find one of these. How <laughs> do I search for that? Diablo 3 Nightmare Hardcore Deaths. You should okay. get a plethora. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> for those watching in the chat, you're, you'll be treated to this. <laughs> um, I have one question. It's something yeah. I didn't find. Uh, quest Journal. Is that in the game at all? Because I don't really, like, because I don't pay attention to the text that when they're talking. I just yeah. skip through it, so I have no idea where I'm going to do a quest. I think there's their journal. I haven't found a journal. Well, if you open up the like fast travel map, uh, do we lose Corey? Boy, having all sorts of disruptions. Anyway, oh, yeah, it, in your journal, like it'll tell there'll be like a, a exclamation point, like where where you kind of need to go. Not in your journal map. In, 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 yeah, in the like fast travel map. Oh, okay. There's there's an exclamation point on the area that you need to be at. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but like, there's not, there's not that much with the story, you know, <laughs> that you would need a journal. No, that yeah, I'm aware that's, of. That's true. I was just wondering if it was something like Joe needs you to go to the despaired plains to bring back the chest. Yeah. I don't know if there's something like that. Uh, I mean, you kind of just like go into town and then you talk to the people and you need to go 
here and gather this thing and then I, I just like did it and then moved on to the next like quest yeah. you know so yeah that was that's cool i watched the video too a little bit i wanted oh, to dude. see the second act yeah yeah it's uh it's cool i mean it's a cool game like i said i thought the graphics are really good too they are pretty good they look really oh. good on your video yeah hey cory what happened i don't know you got disconnected you got dropped was it me or you don't know couldn't tell yeah i like seeing the different environments for the act so yeah the f- I mean, the first one's kind of dark. There was a, a dungeon that it was that you're in, like, a prison, and that looked really, really cool because mm-hmm. um, it was dark, and you just had this, like, halo around you that you could see, and then, like, if there was a torch someplace in the thing, you could see you it. See. Um, but it was really, really cool. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, at the end of the first act, you're in, like, a, a ship graveyard almost. That's kind of cool. Which is, which is cool. The environment so far I've really liked. Um so i'm always a fan of the snowy mountainous areas yeah i'm sure there'll be one of those that's usually act three act two is usually the, des- the desert so i was surprised to see grassy plains because yeah, in torchlight 2 and diablo 3 and diablo 2 those are all Deserts. desert yeah yeah desert acts did you get one up Corey? uh i don't know i'm having trouble finding one okay really Let's see if i can find one too yeah, I don't know if I'd want to watch that. It's <laughs> heartbreaking. Terrible. Are we still recording? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, do you have any thoughts, Corey? Any more thoughts on Path of Exile? I certainly don't. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, my thoughts are you should play if you have any any interest whatsoever in, like, a point-and-click uh, action RPG. Give it a try. Like I said, it's free. It runs on a lot of different machines. The, the minimum specs were really, really low. So you, even if you have a laptop that you've bought in the past two or three years, you, you could you could play it, mm-hmm. no doubt. So, yeah, give it a try and, and see if you like it. You may end up loving it. I, I like it. I'm, I'm middle of the road for it as far as comparing it to Diablo and Torchlight. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good game. So, yeah, give it a try. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our – uh, nibble bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 120 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our. Where are we? Nibble bits. Nibble bits. Yeah, we. Uh, I always get confused when we when we come back. I'm like, oh yeah, we're in main nibble segment bits. and then you're like wait a second yep uh nibble bits and then we'll be talking about our weeks uh will why don't you get started with nibble bits um my first one is marth uh i think today actually uh got announced for the new super smash brothers mm-hmm. um which is good because he was one of my favorites i used him a lot in super smash brothers brawl uh yeah. not as much in melee because i didn't like him as much then but uh i'm pretty happy to see marth got announced that's another character we said would be in okay because um, of the new Fire Emblem game. Yeah, uh, the re- we said, well, he, I don't know if he's in the new one, but we said because he was in the other two that he'd Which be in popular, and yeah. Ike would get replaced is what we said. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's looking, you know, we're doing a pretty good job. I think we're at a thousand percent right now for our confirms and, huh. you know, kicks. If you're going batting average. Yeah, batting average wise. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Batting average. Batting average, Corey. You, you know baseball. Batting a thousand. Yeah. Um, the next one is Activision reported that Call of Duty's Ghost first day made uh, $1 billion. Uh-huh. That's a ridiculous amount. Yeah. I heard some disputing reports about that, though, that that was the retail sales, sales. and not amount of copies sold. No, yeah, that's, that's the amount of money like money they made retailers. off their retail. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Not that many copies. That would be insane if they sold a billion copies. I don't even a think billion they do- a billion dollars worth of copies. copies. I don't think they ship a billion copies. No, no, no. I mean a billion dollars worth of sales yeah, from the game. That's how but much that, they but, made. Right, right from from the re- from selling the game to retailers, not to not to uh, consumers. Oh, really? Yeah. So Activision. No, they made a million dollars, a billion dollars from their retailers. They just haven't sold all those games yet. Okay, so then why would they report? Why would that be a thing then? Because they still made a billion dollars off of retailers. That's yeah, okay. that's from well, them selling games to like Walmart and GameStop. Uh, that's their that's their money. But but consumers haven't necessarily bought all those games. So when Grand Theft Auto reported their eight hundred million, was that from retail too? I don't think so. I think that was in sales. That was in games. sales. Yeah. So I want to know what the sales was. I don't care about the retail one. Well. That's it's still important and big because yeah, well, it is a billion dollars and I mean it's Call of Duty. to retailers. It is Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've given it too much time. Right. Um. And my last one is I don't know if you guys heard about this, but at a GameStop in Ontario, uh, burglar stole all 150 copies of Call of Duty the day before it came out and a bunch of other games. Uh, what they did is they smashed a hole into the wall where the games were stored, uh, and then they disabled the alarm system. And uh, <laughs> because they did this, the GameStop had to cancel their midnight release for the Call of Duty Ghosts. Um, but the GameStop was able to get an emergency shipment of copies, so they everybody still got the game when the day it came out, just no midnight event. Oh, okay. But That's not too bad. Here's a quote from somebody who works there. Uh, Honestly, I cried for an hour going through all of the empty cases and seeing all the games that I love, said employee Jennifer Brownell. Uh, it broke my heart, and I guess the burglars were so methodical that they took the hard drive and cameras out of the security system, so they nobody has them on camera. Really? Now that sounds like an inside job to that, me. That's what I thought because that's because they knew where which wall the game you know to get to the games. Yeah, and... that that's crazy. That, uh, that's impressive theft. Yeah, I was I was shocked when I read that. That's like, like that's like a high level jewel or art thief heist yeah, type of and, thing. And payday. They, I was gonna say they've been playing too much payday. <laughs> Payday, payday is having an impact on the nation. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I read that. I was shocked. I was like, holy crap, that's really impressive. Yeah. Huh. But, uh, I mean, not only did they leave the game cases there. Like, they didn't take the game cases. They left them there. So people who went in to go check it out, yeah. everything was gone from the cases. Yeah. That's just rubbing it in. Yep. But uh, It's crazy. Yeah, you hear the stories about people ramming shipment trucks. trucks off the road to get yeah. their Call of Duties. That happened, I think, in Modern Warfare 3 yeah. in England or something like that. Yeah, it was someplace in or Europe. France or something. Yeah, I think it was France. France. But uh, this one, I think, went up. Yeah, I would say so. That happened in Toronto? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that, <laughs> I was like, I read that. I was like, that's that's some impressive work. Yeah. But, uh, okay. yeah, that was my last one, though. All right. Corey, what do you got for us? Speaking of Call of Duty Ghosts, uh, people that have played it, there's actually you can watch the video on YouTube of an entirely reused cutscene from Modern Warfare 2 in Call of Duty Ghosts. It's the exact same scene with uh, a little bit of added flair to make it look slightly different. Uh huh. But uh, that's kind of perfect, you know? Yeah. Pretty, yeah, because a recycled game, recycled video clip. It's pretty meta. Yeah. If you ask me, that video. Of the two clips together encapsulates what Call of Duty is. As a franchise. As a franchise. Yeah. That's my point. Yep. Okay. So it was perfect. Nice. So anyway, I, I don't know. It got me thinking, though, that that probably happens more than we think. Probably. Um, 
if you pay attention, even in like movies or t- some TV shows, like they recycle clips sometimes. Yeah. 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 So uh, sometimes, like you need to, you know, production stuff goes goes awry, and you need to uh, reuse something. But you just hope people don't catch it. Right. But anyway, Humble Bundle now officially allows you to gift your unused Steam keys from the Humble Bundles that you buy, which is a nice feature because a lot of people like to do giveaways from the Humble Humble Bundles. Um, which I should say, it's probably not right just to buy the Humble Bundles to do giveaways for cheap games, because uh, that's what people used to do. They'd pay like ten cents and then you know, or a dollar or whatever, and just give away all the games. Yeah. Um, but since people were doing it anyway, you know, Humble Bundles like, well, we might as well sanction it. So that's that's a good thing. Now you, you just go to the downloads page where you have your library of Humble Bundle games, and there's a little gift icon that you click to gift through Steam. I actually noticed that today when I bought the WB Humble Bundle. Yeah, I bought that so. too for one game. We, nobody nobody's going to talk about that, are they? I don't think so. In a little bit. Well, I yeah. bought that for one game, Lord of the Rings: War in the North. Yeah, that was on it. Fear two and Fear three, and then yeah. uh, Arkham City. And then if you paid above the average, you could get Arkham. Or no, it was Arkham Asylum that was part of that. And then if you paid above the average, you could, which was like four seventy five or something, it was cheap. Wow! Uh, if you paid over that, you got Arkham City and Scribble Knots Unlimited. So yeah, that's yeah, a great, pretty good bundle. Absolutely, great deal, great deal. But I, I did it solely for Lord of the Rings: War in the North, which okay. if I don't get to, will probably be a four in February game. Oh, that's a good call. Uh, See, because I got it too. It's not very long, only, I don't think. I was going to say only because Will sang its praises, and I actually heard today listening to a podcast how underrated it is. Oh, good. I did think it was so. underrated, yeah, so that's a good game. All right. Uh, and my last one, Orchid and Spinal are coming to the Killer Instinct game for Xbox One, and I had heard it was leaked that Falgor is the final character that will be added. Okay. So I was happy to see Orchid because that was my character I used in the original Killer Instinct Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's the babe. Well, I used her because she was really quick. Yep, and her, her staff is that a staff that she has? She has two. She has like night sticks. Yeah. Um. Uh, Spinal's the skeleton dude with the sword and shield. Yeah. And uh, Fulgore's the metal robot guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember who that was, but I remember her now. Is Glacius yeah. or Cinder in the game? I think Cinder is. No Glacius, huh? Maybe they both are. Because I used both of them. Yeah, I was yeah. Uh, Orchid because of her speed and e- it was really easy to do to to do combos with her mm-hmm. too. Yeah, so that was my character. I'm jealous that PS4 doesn't have that game. Yeah, it's one of the games I'm a little jealous. Yeah, I'll be getting an Xbox eventually. Same here. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else, Corey? That's all I got. Okay. Uh, PlantSide 2 will be making its way to the PlayStation 4 in early 2014, with the beta supposedly being available shortly after launch. PlantSide 2 on the PS4 will be supposedly equal to the PC version set to the highest settings. So, uh, if anyone watched me playing PlantSide 2 on our stream, those are, like, probably mid mid to high settings. Um, so it would look better than that. Although, I had to lower the the quality of the video by quite a bit, so my internet didn't explode when I was trying to do the stream, so... There was that. Uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth was delayed again. This came until March 4th of 2014. Uh, Along with the announcement, Ubisoft released a seven-minute-long gameplay trailer showing some of the characters, combat, and situations you you can expect to find in the game. I watched it. looks great. How would you feel about it getting delayed again? 
Are you okay with it? Yeah. Really, this fall would have been a bad time. Yeah. Because I am, you know, dropping 400 plus on the PlayStation, and Mario's coming out a week after that, the new Mario game. So yeah, I'm okay with it at this point. I was a little frustrated at first, but you know, if they need to finish it and make a good game, yeah, that's fine to make it better. Did it? Unless it's Watch Dogs, that's right. a little frustrating. Yeah, that was frustrating. <laughs> Did anyone watch the gameplay video? I saw a little bit of it. I saw the fighting. Yeah. That looked really cool. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of like a classic RPG. RPG, like yeah. a little bit like Final Fantasy yeah. is. It looked cool. I liked it. I think it. I do think it's only going to appeal to South Park fans, though. Think so? Yeah. I, I can't really because because of, of all the inside jokes that they used that sure. I saw just in the in the seven minute trailer. Yeah. You might not get it if you're if you haven't played South Park, but it might get you into South Park. Who knows? Yeah. What did you think of it, Corey? I didn't watch all of it. I didn't want to spoil the game for okay. myself. I just watched a little bit here and there. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad they delayed it. You know, yep. I'm of the mind. It's one of those games that you just want to be perfect. And yep. If they don't feel like it's perfect, then it's probably not perfect. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. that's the case. Uh, and then my last little bit, Sony has announced via their official blog a list of the media services that will be available at, on the PS4 at launch which include Amazon Instant Video, Crackle, Crunchyroll, Epics, Hulu Plus, NBA Game Time, Netflix, NHL Game Center Live, which I'm excited for. That's one of the, that's the the one I really wanted. Yeah. Uh Redbox Instant Voodoo and Yup TV. So those are going to be the streaming services available on the PS4 at launch. Like I said, they you guys know want... what you Go guys ahead. know what Yup is? Yeah, it, it was uh India uh India India's yeah. like streaming thing right from for their tv, TV shows <coughs> which Sweet. hey that's cool uh, i didn't know what it was i had to look it up yeah i i they, they did a little explanation of what all they were all all the things were on the the ps4 official blog um but yeah like i said i'm really excited for game center live i have amazon instant video and netflix on my wii u so i don't, I don't care about those but game center live was was necessary for me so so i can move my roku into the bedroom there you go. All right. If uh, they charged like five bucks for Netflix, not PlayStation, but if Netflix charged consumers five dollars to put Netflix on a device, would you guys pay it? I think they should start charging over a certain amount of devices. You know, like I know they used to have a li- what was the limit used to be five. I think it was six. Okay, I, it's more now, right? Did they release Not that sure. requirement? Because I feel like I have it on everything I own, and I haven't had to. Back in the day, I used to have to uh, like reset it, you know, and yeah. reset up the the devices and take old ones off. But I don't feel like I've had to do that in a while. In a while. Well, yeah. I I know all of Corey's devices are connected to his Netflix, and all of our devices at our house are connected to his Netflix. Yeah. So that's like double digit stuff. Right. So he has no problem with it. So they might have Netflix looked. freeloaders. There should be a word for that. <laughs> like like HBO Go freeloaders. I think they're more common uh, than Netflix freeloaders. Cable cable jackers. Yeah, no, that's not really cable. Uh, I don't know. Flix jacker. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, they must have lifted that rest- restriction. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think over six devices, they should charge you a little bit. You know, even if it was like two bucks or whatever. So, that's that. Uh, well, let's get into our weeks. Will, how was your week? Uh, nothing to really talk about. Only the the twenty five hour marathons that I helped Corey with, and uh, I watched yours, Dan. Mm-hmm. But you guys can talk about that because okay. you did 
You yeah. Did, you lived it. Yeah. Uh, Corey, get us started. How was your week with your extra life marathon? Especially. Yeah, that was pretty much my week. Uh, once you once you have a sleepless night, it kind of consumes you for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I started. I was gonna start eight a.m. Saturday, but that would have meant like both my weekend nights were shot. I kind of wanted to hang out and have some fun Friday night, so I did. Uh, and I woke up feeling really hungover on Saturday. Um, probably didn't start playing till noon. Mm-hmm. I think was when we started. Will? Yeah, I'd say noon. Yeah, Will had texted me, and like Eric texted me. I'm like, I gotta get started, otherwise this isn't gonna go. This isn't gonna go well. Right. But I didn't think about it till you streamed, Dan. It probably would have been best to start at like eight or nine a.m. because the following day you don't have to stay awake past your sleep time. Right. Too much. Yeah. Um, because I had to play till noon the next day, whereas if I had started at nine, I would have only had to play till nine again. Right. Or eight, I would have only had to play to eight, and then eight in the morning I could go to bed. No, Instead you would have stayed till noon. You would have had to play nine till nine. Yeah. Because of the daylight savings. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, but yeah, eight, so eight. I started. Will Will and I played pretty much the entire day uh, until Will went to bed. Right. Will. Yeah, I went to bed at one. And what did what did we play? I'll talk about it more specifics in in what we played, but I think what did we start with? Dungeon Defenders. We started with Dungeon Defenders. Yeah, I watched I watched you guys playing that which, quite a bit, which is fun. And then somebody tried giving us like level maxed out equipment. Yeah, they broke our game, <laughs> so we had nice. to kick them out, and then it ended up kind of breaking our game. Oh, our really? game. They gave us like a hundred pieces of maxed out equipment that maxed out all your stats, and this person's like, "Here, I have presents for you." It's like, who would want that? <laughs> that other guy did. He was, that was so stupid. He was foaming at the mouth for that stuff. And then we ended the game, so I couldn't get any. Nice. But it, the the items didn't disappear, so I was like, well, I guess I'll just pick them up and sell them. But I did that, and then I pretty much just had infinite infinite money. <laughs> right. So I was like, well, this game's kind of broken now. And at that point, like, it kind of just lost the mystique. Yeah. Um, so I stopped. But I, I actually played that a lot on PlayStation. I was like a level 50-something on the PlayStation version. Wow. Yeah. You were, um, you were pretty back high. Back in the day. Yeah. But, well, we played that for a little bit, and then we played, what did we play, Dead Island? Dead Island. Terraria? Dead, um, Terraria was later. Yeah. But, yeah, Terraria, Dead Island, uh, Saints Row. Oh, you did play Saints Row. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really feeling the, the Dead Island because um, I was hungover and I was getting really nauseous. Uh-huh. And a couple times I was like, well, I'll, I'll be right back. I had to go, like, lay down. That's how nauseous I felt. <laughs> and finally I'm like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah, I need something a little more static. So with that, I think that's when we did Terraria. Dan, you joined us. Yep, that was fun again. Yeah, it's a it's a great game to play with people. Definitely. Um, the little adventures you find yourselves in. And then Trine. We did Trine, but I feel like there was another game we played. There was Saints Row. Saints Row. Trine. Which uh, Will, I think, almost 100%ed everything, so that was kind of pointless. Yeah, I was at 96. I wanted to do DLC, but Corey didn't have it. Oh, yeah. Enter the and, and that one was making me feel a little bit nauseous, too, so I was like, all right, no more. No more. Um, what was the other Yeah, so then, I don't know. We What did we play late? Trine? It was Trine, right? Yeah, Trine was our late night, early morning game. Yeah, so Will played Trine with me till like, midnight, maybe? 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. I was and then the... went to bed, and I was like, all right, now I'm in it. Here we go. <laughs> so I started playing The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Um, 
Do, do we? I'll probably talk about that and what we played rather than get into specifics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I played that for a long while, and it was nice because uh, one of our listeners, Tito from LA, burned the burned the midnight oil with me and kept me company, and we were chatting about the game and stuff. And that he was there till like four. Um, and then I stopped and I was like, all right, now I got to find something to get me through. And I, I debated doing like Skyrim or Civ, but I was like, ha, ah, I don't know. So I, I went to my Humble Bundle library and I saw Oregon Trail, which I see people post, have posts about all the time. Yeah. Um, so I played that till uh, bright and early in the morning when, uh, Will, you got up around nine. <clears throat> I was up at 730 watching your stream, but, uh. uh I let oh, you, that's right. I let you finish, yeah. and then when you finish, we played Trine again. I jumped yeah, in at like up 6, was it 6.15 in the morning, and watched you for a little bit before I headed to work. <clears throat> that's what you were yeah. playing. You were playing Oregon Trail. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, and then it was, yeah, Will and I closed out with Trine, and uh, I'll just say now, I, I love Trine. I do too. We had a lot of fun, and um, we played the extra content. That was tacked on for the director's cut or whatever it's called. I can't think. Complete edition or something like that. Uh-huh. And that stuff's really, really good. I like it more than the main game. And that's saying a lot because I really like the main game. Uh, it's really, really well done. But yeah, it was. It was Age of Empires. Of oh, Age of Empires. Yeah. That's we played right. a you, lot of games of Age of You Empires. played AOE 3. Yeah. Yeah. AOE 3 and uh, Trine were my two favorite things that we had played that night okay. or that day. We got slapped around pretty good. In <laughs> I was watching your matches. Yeah. You, you took you, you took a few on the noggin. Yeah, there were that. a few we were close. Um, there were two gone one way or the other. There were two games where I was like, these guys aren't very good. But one of them was the first game I was the Iroquois, uh, and I hadn't played as them in a while, so it was Corey by himself pretty much. Uh, the, yeah, it kind of sucked. The ones the two we were close on were the ones where Will didn't do well at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm used to doing 40 minute treaties. I did 20 minute treaties or no treaty. Um, the no treaty game, I like I didn't even build an army, so Before I, I like the out. 20 minute treaty. I don't think I would have liked a 40 minute treaty. <clears throat> I figured. I remember you saying you didn't, so I didn't do any 40 minute treaties. It just gives me a plenty That's of time. Way too long. Well, it gives me plenty of time to have everything set up because I'm more of an economic base person in Age of Empires. That's how I am, too. Yeah, like, I always have a ton of resources that max out villagers, and my friends, like, give me crap because I never really have an army until two minutes left in the treaty. Yeah. That's when I make my cavalry because the French have really good cavalry. So I'm always behind with military. And that's kind of why we lost. We weren't as good militarily. Uh It was all right. It was still fun. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. But I guess guess overall, the... It was actually pretty easy the 25 hour gaming marathon uh i'd do it more often if it didn't take so much out of me like the next day yeah because i i went to bed uh probably around 12 30 and slept for like an hour and a half and then got up and played more trying with will yep. <laughs> nice <laughs> um but it was good it felt good to do it it was a good cause we raised a good amount of money uh i should probably thank yeah you know, some of the some of the specific listeners that yep. donated like tito donated yep uh ryan, ryan and iowa uh ryan and and, iowa. and uh michael minnesota uh joined joined our, jo- joined our team and got some donations too so that was that was very nice and very helpful so thank you for that very much yeah fellas uh of course all our immediate family yeah mom and dad yep <laughs> sissy yeah donated so, so thanks to them and some yep. others if we forgot yep 
We really appreciate it. I think we ended up, what, 540 was our grand total? Yeah, so far. And, and like, you can still donate if you want. I mean, me and sure. Corey already did our our streaming and, and Michael did his, did his streaming or his, uh, his marathon too. So, you know, that's already done, but you're still welcome to donate if, if you'd like to. Um, yeah. And even, even the people that didn't necessarily donate, but stopped into the chat and said, yeah. hi. And yeah. That's very nice. Stuff. That was, it was really nice and it made it a lot more fun yep. to, to play games and, yep. and keep ourselves awake. Yeah. Um, in terms of supplies, I didn't prepare at all. I, uh, I don't even I don't even think I I hardly ate. I had like leftovers and then I ordered myself a salad. Uh my favorite salad, a chorizo taco salad, mind you. Nice. Uh, but I didn't really go too crazy with that stuff. It was it was it went by pretty quick. Yeah. Um and it wasn't that hard to do. Right. It just made me feel like crap afterwards. Right. So. Uh-huh. Okay. It was fun. It was definitely yeah. a good time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my marathon. Um, I started mine Tuesday morning at about nine. It was probably a few minutes after nine by the time I got got everything set up. I, I actually did all my, my my whole thing downstairs in the studio. Um, I cleaned up in here. If anyone's in the live live stream, it's uh, it, it's as clean as it's ever been in here. Uh, I scrubbed the table. I threw out garbage. I took all the beer empty beer bottles and beer cans <laughs> out of here. Um, cause I wanted to have a nice clean spot if I was going to be down here for 25 straight hours. I didn't, didn't want to mess down here. Yeah. You had um, to have a sanitary command center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And command center I did have, um, you know, I, I sat where I always sit right here. I had my computer, you know, just sat right out in front of me and I had my laptop over off to the side where that I had the chat in and I had my, my tablet like propped up right in front of my monitor. So nice. I did have quite the command center, uh, for supplies. I bought myself a gallon jug of Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Um, I, I brought my coffee maker down here. So I, cause I made coffee like a couple times Ooh, when it was really late. Would, I should have done that. Brought the Keurig and sat it next to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'd that, that idea. really helped in the, in you know, when I was burning the very early, early morning hours. Uh, the only other thing I got was I got a bag of pretzels and a little jar of queso dip oh. that I had. So that I snacked on like later on in the evening. Uh, but I really, I just went upstairs and ate my meals briefly when I, when I took my meals during the stream. Oh yeah, I took two quick showers. I'm not. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm certainly not saying I was glued to my chair the whole time. Yeah, no, we I, we had to take breaks, and I took bathroom breaks, and you know, I, I had to. I went upstairs when my son went to bed and read him his books before bed. So, uh, yeah, I don't. You, you can't be glued to your chair. You got to get up and walk around a little bit. My back really hurt from from the whole thing. Sitting at a um, computer is sometimes very uncomfortable. Yeah, so. it's it it is absolutely uncomfortable. Um. It'd be easier to like lay on a couch and stuff, which you know, next time we'll have the PlayStation and we can still stream and sit mm-hmm. on a couch, lay on a couch for that can be dangerous hours. though. Yeah, because the early morning, <laughs> I fell asleep many a time playing video games. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so for my games, I started off right in the morning with Path of, Path of Exile, uh, knowing that we were going to do this episode on it. I had already played a few hours, but I wanted to get a few more, and it didn't run very good. Uh, which I it was it was very stuttery, which I was telling Will about. You know the stuttery sturdiness of some of the games that i played but i figured out later i had opened up a bunch of apps in windows 8 and hadn't closed them before i started okay so that was hogging my resources i had like the skype app open because Corey helped me set it up the night before uh set up the the stream and and xsplit and all that stuff and i had had the camera app and one other app that were open and all like taking resources so that's why it was stuttery 
So I started off with Path of Exile. Uh, then I went to Mountain Blade with Fire and Sword, uh, which I had played a ton of Mountain Blade Warband. But this one's like a little bit later in the in the timeline. It's got some guns and stuff, uh, which I really like. But it starts a lot slower even than Mountain Blade Warband. Uh, there's literally like I, I, I think you guys watched a little bit of it. There's just nothing going on in the game. Whereas in uh, Mountain Blade Warband, there's there's constantly like bandits running around that you can you know get into battles with. Because really, that's the fu- the fun part of the game for me is the is the third person battles where you command your troops. You know, yeah. but there there was there was just nothing to do. So uh, I I really only played that for maybe an hour hour and a half. Not for very long. That was. Uh, I don't know, maybe around noon I started playing that. Uh, after that, I went to Dead Space. I'm trying to finish off Dead Space before before too long. And that's when Will Will was texting me during that because he was watching at school. Yeah, I was watching a little bit at school. I saw Mountain Blade and a little bit of Dead Space. Okay. It was kind of hard, though, because uh, I didn't have my big break then. Oh, uh, okay. I had my lab then, so yeah. uh, it was a little bit harder. And yeah. plus, on the phone, it's pretty difficult. Right, right. Yeah, uh, which, you know, sometimes we can't get our thing on mobile, and I actually looked that up. And the ones that are available on mobile are only the top 750 streamers hmm. uh, that are on Twitch at the time. So, uh, you know, a lot of times when we're doing this, you can watch it because, well, maybe not. But, yeah, they, I saw some place on a blog post, an official, like, Twitch employee said that it's only the top 750 are available. So I just clicked the link. Oh, well, maybe and it worked in the browser. Kind maybe of. it works in the browser and not on the app. On the app. on the app is the one that only shows the top 750. Yeah, it was... It wouldn't come in gray on the the Safari, but I mean, right. it came in okay enough to see. So that's probably that's probably why it works. Um, oh, also, I was having chat problems, which I didn't realize. So anyone that I didn't figure it out until like eight or nine o'clock at night that I wasn't getting anybody's chat messages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was so, doing the yeah the question answering. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel really bad, but I had no idea. I had it up on uh, Firefox. I had the chat window. And literally, like, I just thought no one was saying anything to me the whole day. Uh, and I feel bad if I missed anybody's comments or anything, but I, I didn't see them. Corey Were said you a little he, bit depressed? I was, I was, yeah, I was frustrated because that was, that's, that's one of the, that was one of the fun things. Like, you know, when, when I realized that I, I had done that wrong. Oh, well, no, because it was during the day. I yeah. just figured people were busy and at work and stuff, so I, di- I didn't, didn't, didn't think care. about it. Yeah, I didn't think that no one was chatting or anything. Um, but it, it only showed that you and Michael of Minnesota were in the chat room, Corey, like all day. Uh. Uh, and like I said, I, I, no one was saying anything to me. And it turns out, like, I guess in Firefox, it, like, logs you out of the chat so you can't see or chat. Oh, and I didn't realize okay. that. So when I re- someone told me to restart with Google Chrome, so I did, and that's when I could finally read what was going on in the chat. Yeah, you had, a, that, lot, you had a lot going on. I was like, that, that wasn't until like 8 or 9 o'clock at night. It was I missed like half <laughs> I the... I tried talking to you all day, yeah, literally all day. I, I missed half the stream. And you never answered me. Yeah, I missed half the stream, uh, half the chat chatting going on in the stream and, and half of my 25-hour marathon. So Yeah, people were asking, like, what game, when did you start and stuff like that, and you were answering. I was like, I wonder if he sees this. I was like, well, I'm signed into the Thumbstick Athletes thing. I'll just answer them. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> but, that. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, I was so. gonna text you and ask you, but uh, yeah, but then you shortly figured that out. I think when you saw that I was posting in it, right? Yeah, because I went, I went to click on it to say something to see to see if any, you know, see if anyone was in the chat, and it was like you are logged out of chat. I was like, well, oh, that's the problem. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so I kept for for a while. I kept just I would type in test just to make sure it, it worked worked and was and I was in there. So that's how I kept it going for a little while. Um, but yeah, so that was dead. Sp- 
Dead Space. After that, I played Borderlands 2, which Borderlands 2 was stuttery at the time, too, until I realized later that the, all the apps were open. So I didn't play that for too long because it didn't look very good. Um, like I said, was stuttery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Planet Side 2 uh, probably for two or three hours, a fair amount of time. Uh, and boy, did I suck. I only ended, only ended up getting maybe four kills. Game's hard, though. It is hard. Oh, and yeah, I, got, yeah. I got killed probably 20 which doesn't sound like a big deal, but when you realize that, like, after you get killed, you kind of have to go back to where the battle is. It's not like in Call of Duty where you spawn and get into the action right away, usually. Yeah, you, um, or get spawn killed. Yeah, uh, so it's 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 a, a, a little bit more of a, a trek to get back into the battle, but I got a few kills, and uh, I had a lot of fun playing it. It's a, it's a really good game, but I was telling... I think I was telling Jake how much better it will be on the PlayStation when you can, you know, use a controller and stuff. I just think that's going to make all the difference for Plant Side Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was that, and then I moved on to Guild Wars Two, which I had a lot of fun with, despite not being as good. I, I did solely world versus world stuff. Um, I did that for maybe like four hours. I did a lot of Guild Wars Two. Um, yeah, I love that game. The game is great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and even though I didn't do very well in the world versus world, it's still a lot of fun. And I hope I hope that was kind of fun to watch for people, too. Because I, I had a lot of fun playing that one. Corey, did you catch any of my Guild Wars 2? I didn't. It, was it different? Like, was there a lot gameplay-wise that was different that you just had no idea about? Y- yeah, it, it, it had changed a lot. The maps even changed a lot. Like, you oh, remember right. how there was that lake in the middle? Yeah. That's all gone. What? It's like fortresses and stuff now. Oh, I liked the lake. Yeah, I did too, but it's 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 something new to explore. Yeah. But it was quite a bit different. My my I was telling people in the cuz I that's kind of like when I realized that uh that I think it was was it after Planet Side 2 right before Guild Wars yeah, maybe during, that I realized. It was during some Guild Wars play okay. that you realized. Yeah. Uh so I I you know, then then I started like talking to people and stuff. And talking, and uh, I was explaining, you know, as I was dying, I'm like, you know what, my my build was nerfed, um, mm-hmm. so you know, don't, I can't don't blame me fully for dying. Yeah. This the build for my character was from April, so that was the last time I, I played Guild Wars heavily. Yeah, so right. yeah. it was a long time, and and they did they there was some gameplay changes and tweaks and stuff, and it was a little bit different of a game than than what I remember, but uh, all in a good way, all in a good way. Um, I actually did look up new builds, so. I'll start working on that eventually. I do want to start playing Guild Wars 2 again and, and hopefully streaming because it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so there was that. After that, I played some Star Wars The Old Republic. The mouse look in that was way too fast if anyone was watching. Um, I couldn't get the hang of it. And, and I couldn't change it. I couldn't figure out how to change it. So That happened to me a lot too. Yeah. I know, yeah that's, so it's I, frustrating. Yeah, I didn't play that for very long. I did some space battles. Um, because that that's you know easy enough to remember. Um, I didn't feel like refiguring out how to do everything in Star Wars: The Old Republic, so I only played that for maybe an hour. Uh, and then, in honor of Idaho Jake, who was who was in the chat at the time, I started playing Skyrim, uh, which I just wandered around. And I killed some bandits and wolves. I didn't really have any goals in mind for that. I just wanted to play some Skyrim, you know. Uh, wander, I, 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 yeah, explore. Wa- wander, explore, yeah. I saw some stuff that I hadn't seen before in the game, so that was cool. Uh, after that, I played Crusader Kings 2. Uh, I had initially planned on finishing out the day with or finishing out the stream with Crusader Kings 2. That was probably maybe like 11 at night I started playing Crusader Kings. 
I wanted to play the rest of the rest of the time with Crusader Kings. I started playing as a Trade Republic, which is a little bit different, a uh, different play style than like the standard, you know, playing as a, a ruler of an area. Um, it got me through the late night hours, though. I probably stopped around four, I think, uh, with Crusader Kings too, because there wasn't enough going on to keep me like awake. You know, it's it. I was staring at a map of Europe the whole time. Like, <laughs> it does, yeah, it doesn't when, keep you up. I started to really get tired at about four o'clock in the morning, and I was, you know, not not falling asleep, but like, you know, doing the chill. Nodding off, like, yeah, nodding off. Which, absolutely. Which is funny because I was doing the same thing. I'd nod off, and then I'd realize it, and I'd watch the stream, which was delayed a little bit, and watch myself nod <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, there it's was pretty funny. There's like a maybe ten or fifteen second delay on the stream. So yeah, I was I was I was doing the same thing. Um, but I did have someone pop into my stream, like when I was finishing up Crusader Kings, uh, someone that I didn't know who they were and they wanted to know what game it was. Cause I, I had put on the, for the streaming channel, the extra life. So, you know, it didn't say what game I was actually playing. So I was explaining to them a little bit about Crusader Kings too. Cause it's, they said it looked like a really good strategy game. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I've put almost 200 hours onto it. Dan, so, uh, speaking of that, I don't know if you saw this, but it might have been before you realized you had a chat problem. But when I was in, I think it, it might have been while I was at work. So, yeah, you hadn't realized that somebody's commented on your, your stream. They're like, show titties for donations. <laughs> I, I, I would have. I would have. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I oh, I feel bad about that. I can't wait for next year, and I, I'll do it right. But, you know, not much you can do about it, I guess, right? So yeah, that was Crusader Kings. About uh, four four thirty, I, I I needed to play something else because I, I was really having trouble staying awake at this point. Uh, so I started playing Borderlands too. I wanted something a little more actiony. Uh, it wasn't stuttery this time because I had at that point closed my Windows eight apps. Um, uh, but I really only played that for maybe about an hour. It was a little too familiar uh, for for my brain. Uh, so I you know I would get comfortable and and start to nod off for for that too. So I only played that for about an hour. Uh, and then about 5 or 5.30, I started playing Chivalry Medieval Warfare, which I'll talk about later. That's the first actual new game that I played during this entire this entire stream. Uh, it was awesome, uh, to, to, to put it quickly. Um, but, yeah, I needed something to keep my brain awake, something action-y, something new uh, that I had to be aware of the, the buttons I was pushing and stuff. And that, and that kept me awake. I probably played that until... I don't know, maybe around eight o'clock. Yeah, because I woke up at seven thirty, and you were still. Playing I was still it. playing it. Okay. Um, and then I got back on Crusader Kings too. Uh, once the sun came up, I felt fine again. It was only like from like four to six that I was really having a hard time uh, staying awake. And like I said, once the sun came out, I was fine. Uh, I played Crusader Kings until almost eleven, which I was only supposed to go from nine a.m. to ten a.m. Um, but there, everyone upstairs is still asleep and I didn't want to go stomping around like an idiot upstairs and wake everybody up. So, uh, I kept playing, uh, and around 11, I started hearing noises upstairs. So I, I, I called it quits. Uh, afterwards I didn't nap at all. I caught a few 10 to 15 minute naps like throughout the day, but I had to, you know, my wife took a half day. So she went in late around like 12 or 1230. Uh, so I had, you know, I had to watch my son and of course he didn't want to nap, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on Wednesday, so uh, like I, I had a couple tricks that I used. Like we we went in his room and uh, he got this, or my my daughter for for you know my unborn daughter obviously 
on the okay. way. Yeah, she. My, my wife had a, the shower for her sprinkler or whatever they're called, and they, we got a, a turtle that projects like stars up onto the ceiling. So I was like, Max, do you want to have a, a camp out? We'll go, you know, we'll lay on the floor in your room with our blankets and we'll, we'll look at the stars. So he's like, yeah, that's all, you know, that sounds great. So <laughs> we did that and I caught a few minutes of sleep in while, while, you know, we were having a quote unquote camp out. boy. So yeah, I, you know, I use a few tricks to catch, catch a few minutes of sleep here and there. I really was only like really tired between maybe one and four probably, uh, which is typically, you know, for my work day, that's when I would get home from work, you know. Two thirty, three o'clock is when I get like really tired because that's traditionally when I would get home from work and yeah. and take a nap if I need to. So, but after that, I was fine. I I did a bunch of stuff uh, later on in the afternoon. I brought my computer back up and got it set back upstairs. I had to take out the garbage and recyclables. And uh, about ten o'clock, I lay down in bed. I put on the Predators game, which I had uh, planned on watching a little bit of. Uh, I put it on. I watched about a minute. And then woke up and it was halfway through the second period. I was like, oh, I should probably just go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I went to bed and woke up a normal hour. Uh, yeah, today I guess. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, it would have been today. So uh, I didn't catch up on that sleep, but I'm I'm feeling fine so far. I, I will say that night after the the night I was up all night, I slept like a rock. It was great. Yeah, I slept pretty well too. I woke up once to take a whiz, um, but but yeah, once once I got up, it was good to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I probably woke up at about eight this morning, which is normal. So, I, you know, ten to eight—that's oh, that's more than usual. That's ten hours. Ten hours, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I I had a great time. Like Corey said, it wasn't that difficult. I really only had a hard time between four and six when I was. It was you know really really early early morning. Uh, I can't wait to do it again next year. I think it's going to be great. We'll we'll try and get a bigger bigger thing going, get more you know listeners involved with getting donations and stuff. So Eric and I'll do it too, probably. Yeah, I, well, I think if we have have more time to plan it out, I think it'll be better. We'll we'll try and plan it yeah, earlier. Th- this was a last second thing. Yeah, and I felt bad that I wasn't doing it. That's yeah. why I watched yours and played with Corey for yeah. a lot. Yeah. So. But yeah, it was awesome. And thanks again, everybody, for your donations. It was great. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, did you have any other questions about that, Corey? No. Okay. I got a new headset for my computer, which I ordered on Sunday from Amazon. It's the Turtle Beach Ear Force Z11. Uh, and my first experience with them were to wear them for 20 hours during my stream straight. So, uh, I really like them. They're very, very comfortable. Uh, they sound good and only cost 30 bucks. So you can't go wrong with that. I actually ordered, I got them when I went upstairs for lunch uh, UPS came and dropped them off. So during my during my stream, so I, I brought them down and hooked them up. So nice, Present, yeah. presents. Yeah, yeah. I needed it. Um, I haven't had a headset since my dog broke mine in like the spring sometime. So, uh, and then uh, one other thing, uh, I watched a Dota two match on Twitch <laughs> for the first time ever, uh, which had announcers like a sporting event, oh like goodness. it was like it was like like Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman <laughs> announcing Dota two, uh, as well as ads being placed both on the map, uh, like on the ground on on the map, and then like on on flowing banners in the map. There was ads. I How was many like, people were in the stream? Uh, there was a lot, <sighs> ten thousand maybe Ugh. we're watching holy crap yeah there was a lot of people uh hyper x monster energy drinks and razor were some of the the sponsors for it which hyper x is the kingston gaming uh like ram and stuff 
Did you get it when you watched it? I, you I, like... I had no idea what was going on, but I was like, this is like a like a sporting event. <laughs> like I felt like I was watching an actual sporting event. I was really impressed. Like that's it was crazy. Yeah, it's good that that game's doing well. I, it's too scary for me, but funny. Corey and I almost played it. Yeah, we were very close, but Corey said he didn't want to download it. Okay, was the final thing to play it for. Like the half an hour yeah. to get yelled at just for fun. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> it was a big download. It was like six gigs or something. Wasn't it something huge? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty big. I didn't know for that. The type of game that it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my week. I feel like I had something else, but really that kind of dom- the the twenty five hour gaming thing kind of dominated my. I do realize that uh, I one of the funny things about watching myself on stream is how much I play with my face. <laughs> yeah. I, and I didn't realize that. Like I'm always scratching my beard or scratching my nose or fixing my glasses or scratching my head. Like I'm like, I got to stop doing that. And I just couldn't. <laughs> uh, I also have really bad posture, which I noticed watching the stream. Um, all Marthas do. Uh, and then I apologize to anyone that had to watch me eating my, my pretzels with queso. <laughs> Cause I was just going to town. Um, but I was hungry. I was real hungry. Were you watching the stream going like, oh, man. Yeah, I was like, I'm such a pig, but I'm not going to stop. I did mute the microphone so you didn't have to hear me crunching. But Yeah, I tried to do that, too, while I was eating. I tried to. Yeah. Um, but I, I was so hungry at that point. So, but yeah, I had a blast with it. I, can't, I'm not, I do want to start streaming myself playing games more and, and getting better at interacting with, with people chatting and stuff and, and not playing with my face and scratching my my, my everything. Everything. You know? Playing with my Picking ears. At yourself. Yeah, I, I'm doing it now. I do so. that too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 120 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. And we are now in what we played this week. Uh, Will, you want to get started with what we played? Sure. Um, Corey and I will talk about trying to in a little bit. But the only <laughs> other thing that I played um, would be uh, Pokemon X. I played a lot more Pokemon X. I'm basically just trying to level up some Pokemon, catch more Pokemon. Um, I got all the Megastones besides the one to evolve Venusaur and Charizard. Mm-hmm. Because you need to pay money for it, and right now I have to pay three hundred thousand, and I don't have that much. I have okay. two hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. so I'd be paying three hundred thousand for each stone. Okay, um, but I got every other uh, stone besides one that you only get in your game, but the Pokemon you get isn't in the game to the evolve of the stone. That's in my game. Okay. So it's confusing. I hate that they did that, but they of course they did. Okay. Well, keep me posted because I'm going to try and beat that before next week. So okay. let me yeah. know what you need and I'll try and get it to you. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, oh, we have some trades to do, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing I did is I caught almost all the legendaries besides my legendary bird. So if you pick, depending on whatever starter you pick, you get either Zapdos, Moltres, or Articuno. Oh. Um, I have Zapdos. Uh, Articuno is my favorite, so I was like, "Dang it!" When I didn't get it, but I'll trade I, it to you. I don't mind that. Do post. I get? Do I get to? Will I get Articuno? It depends what your starter was. I'm my not starter sure. was Froakie. I don't know. You maybe Moltres. I'm not sure which starter I had because I got all three and I forgot which one. In my last playthrough I started right. with. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I had Fennekin and Zapdos was Fennekin. Okay. Did anyone cover the Pokemon that? Hackers uncovered. I was no. actually going to get to that in a second. Oh, okay. okay. Um, 
Uh, but the next thing is, I so I caught like Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. Zapdos is the only legendary I caught, so I caught Mewtwo and the one that starts with the Z, Zagrade. Z- 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 yeah, I know what we're uh, talking about. In Terminus Cave, that like warm looking thing. Uh-huh. So I caught all the legendaries. Um, another thing that happened is I was in Illumal City, and I went into an elevator to the second floor on something. And then Arklon Kotaku actually came out after this, so I was like, that's weird, because I just did this. And I walked out of the elevator, and the music just stops, and it gets kind of creepy, and you hear a little wind. And then I was, like, walking into the building, or the room I was in, and then a lady popped up behind me, and the game just froze. And this was late at night, so I was a little creeped out. I was like, what the heck is this? And then she just moved on the screen with no walking animation, and turned and looked at me, and said, no, you're not the one, and just disappeared. And I was like... This is Pokemon. It's supposed yeah. to be kid-friendly. I'm like, <laughs> that's scary. two in the morning, and I'm freaked out. Yeah. And then I was like, whatever. But I went to go to the hotel, and I went into one of the hotel rooms, and the same lady was there. And I talked to her, and she said, please be quiet. I'm trying to hear the elevator. And there was no elevator there. She was up against a random wall. And I'm huh. like, what's going on? So I did a little investigating, and I guess in most of the Pokemons, they have a little ghost story. Oh, really? Um, in Pokemon White and Black, you if you walk on a bridge and talk to the lady on a bridge, she'll just disappear. That's cool. And a guy next to you be like, did you just see that? Because like, it looked like she jumped off the bridge. And you're like, that's weird. And then in Black and White too, you go into a haunted house. And she's like recounting dreams like in a creepy way, saying like, my father died and, so- and stuff like that. And it was really creepy. But, like, I was like, good job on Pokemon for making a scary little side bit. Yeah. So I don't know if there's going to be more with that uh, or for just a little, uh, small little, um, I don't know, shout out to all the other stuff. Yeah, distraction. Distraction. Um, I think there can be some cool stuff with that if they explored the more more ghost thing. Because X, I thought, was a little more darker than other Pokemon games. And I kind of like the little bit darker Pokemon for what it's worth. Uh, I think it's just cooler. Yeah. It brings that aside of Pokemon that doesn't get touched on a lot. Right. So that's cool. Um, the next thing is the hacked Pokemon that the hackers uncovered. Um, I guess, I don't know what they used, but they were able to get coding in the wild for three types of Pokemon that uh, aren't pro- are programmed in the game, but they're not available for whatever reason, I believe was what happened. Um, and I forgot what they're, what they're, what types they were. They were like a mix of like ghost and ice, fairy and something. But uh I mean there's more Pokemon in the game that people don't have that aren't available. I don't know why the reason is Nintendo said we have nothing to announce at this time. So I don't know if they're gonna be announcing more Pokemon as DLC. Right. Should be interesting. Okay. Um but yeah, there's a lot of hidden stuff to that. I guess the only thing I need to do is catch the Poco, Poco, all the Pokemon for the Pokedex, and then I'll be done because I don't really want to do the battle arena stuff. That stuff, right. it's pointless battling without getting experience. Oh yeah. So, well, I won't bother with it. Okay. But uh, Pokemon X is great. It's shaping up to be a game of the year contender. Oh, nice. Um, I've I like to hear that. Put almost forty hours into it. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Yeah, solid. I was t- saying on the live stream and when you were playing, Dan, that playing the older ones are a little bit harder because everything looks so good on X. Like, yeah. the battling, like, is so good. Yeah. And then you go to, like, the little sprites just doing that. Yeah. Attacking. Yeah, it's a it's a downgrade. <laughs> You're like, what is this? How did I play Pokemon before? But I guess they're remaking Sapphire and Ruby. I guess it was heavily hinted at in... Um, uh, Pokemon X and Y, okay. and if they remake it, I'm assuming they do the 3D like they did for yeah. X, and which would be awesome. Hopefully. So I'd cool. be I'd buy that. 
first day. Mm-hmm. But uh, Pokemon X is awesome. I'm going to be starting Heart Gold this weekend, or Soul Silver. So nice. I'll have another Pokemon game. Excellent. And then Trine, Corey. You want to talk about Trine now? Yeah, let's get into a little bit of Trine. All right. This was your first time playing it, Will? Yeah, I'd never played it before. Which was exciting. It's always exciting when I play a game that I love with somebody who's never played it before. Yeah, it... it I was a little nervous going into this game because I knew it was a puzzle game, and I'm not very good with puzzle games. So I was like, great, my stupidity is going to show. And I was <laughs> tired because it was, it was kind of late. I mean, I wasn't as tired as Corey because Corey was doing a, a live stream. But I was kind of tired, so my brain wasn't working full uh, full yeah. throttle there. But uh, the game is beautiful, to say one thing about it. I, it was probably yeah. the game I had the most fun with, with okay. uh, when I played with Corey next to Age of Empires. It was just so fun, like, because whenever we'd mess up and mess up horribly, we couldn't help but laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't one of those games that got frustrating. It was just kind of funny when we screwed up really bad. Like, there was one time we were just walking, and we came through a door, and we weren't paying attention. We just walked off the edge, both of us. <laughs> both of us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so it's just funny things like that, and you just can't help but laugh because it's pretty entertaining. But uh, I think Corey and I were hitting our stride and figuring out the puzzles later there uh, the next day when he came back after his nap. Yeah, I watched when you were finishing up. Yeah. So I Sunday. actually, Eric and I played this a long time ago, um, and we beat it. And then, like, me and my girlfriend played a while ago, and we beat it. Um, and playing with Will, there's something I noticed that was different those couple of times is when I played with my girlfriend and Eric, you were able to create with the mage a platform or a box, and then the other person could stand on it, and then the mage could just levitate the box with the person standing on it to the other side. Um, which, Will, you could imagine that would make things pretty easy. Yeah, way too easy. Um, but this time playing with Will, if you if the other player jumped on a levitating box, the box would just fall. So it was definitely a different experience for me playing it because, like, we actually had to solve the puzzles and figure them out. Is that rather than just levitating around everywhere? Is that an update? I don't know. I noticed it. Um, I don't know if that was in the original game, but I noticed it for the first time in in the settings when I was playing with Will, and it defaulted to that. Oh, okay. Uh, whereas before, um, it, it either defaulted to you could levitate people standing on boxes, or that option just didn't exist. Right. So I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it definitely made it a lot more fun because we actually had to, to figure out the puzzles and, and work together. And uh, it would have been fun to have a third, Dan. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll get on, get in on it, definitely. It's such a good game. And like I said, we played the uh, the extra content, which I had never played before. Um, and that's awesome. Yeah. It's like a, uh, like an Arabian setting. Um, what's the word? Like ancient Egypt kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. It's it's really cool. It's really well done. Uh, a lot of detail. I mean, that's what the game's all about is its art style and like the attention to detail. Yeah, the graphics were amazing looking. Yeah, it was really a beautiful game. I was like there's one point where we we're swimming in the water and I was like this is breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah, any kind of game that can elicit that that reaction, you know, that response to its to its environment and art style is uh is good in my book. I guess we could say we beat it. Yeah, oh yeah, we oh, beat did? it. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Yeah. We didn't finish the extra content, um, but we did beat the, the main game. The main story. Which we will be doing the extra content, because like I said, that game, like I said, I was nervous to play it, because I was like, I'm not very good at puzzle games, I'm pretty slow at them, but playing it and going through it, 
it was just so much fun. It was just the game that I think I enjoyed the most and didn't expect to enjoy. Yeah. When yeah. I was playing with Corey. Pleasant surprise. Yeah. Nice. Like, I really didn't want to get off that one. But I was just so tired. I was just like, Corey, I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, like, it's, it's the type of game, too, that I'd play through again just to 100% it and get all the orbs. Yeah. Because that's another challenge in itself. And there are some tricky spots for some of those orbs. Oh, yeah. Corey and I were it's... sitting at puzzles for, like, ten minutes trying to figure it out, like, trying literally everything. Yeah. You know. But I definitely, I don't know, we don't, probably don't need to get into too many specifics. It's been out for a while, and we've talked about it before. But yeah. uh, it's essentially, it's 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 three characters that have three different sets of abilities. And you know what it reminds me of? Are the old uh, Lost Vikings games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where each, each, you know, you're solving these puzzles, and each character has their own unique thing that they can do to help you solve them. Um, but this has some RPG elements. There's a skill tree. Some of the skills you can get are pretty freaking cool. There's one, my favorite one that I had never used before, uh, was the gravity arrow. That uh, Zora, Sora, what's her name? I think it's Z- Zora. I think it's Zora. Shoots, she shoots this arrow, and it creates this big bubble, and everything within the arrow slows down, which is not only helpful in combat, but in solving some of the puzzles, too, and like buying ourselves some more time to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, there's so much more than that, but we don't need to beat a dead horse. Great game, uh, though. Will, yeah, it is a great game. Will, did you want to talk about Terraria? Because you had never really played that either. Yeah, we could talk about Terraria. That was my first I mean, experience with it. Yeah, I just wanted to get your your thoughts on it. Um, I would say at the beginning I was very confused because I didn't know what to do, really. Like, I didn't know how to build a house. Like, my character was really weak, which you guys made new characters, but you had the general idea of what you had to yeah, do. Yeah, we kind of knew. Uh, I was just kind of walking around aimlessly, not knowing what I was doing. I didn't know what tools did the right thing. Like, there was one tool I would take out, I think it was some wood for a house, and it would just break it into different shapes, like a triangle, <laughs> a square, or like, just, like, a half triangle. I was like, what the heck? And it was really frustrating, but I was using the wrong tool, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know there was a button to press that if you start using it, it will use the specific tool that you need to use to get rid of that yeah yeah but, if you if you press shift depending on what your cursor is over it will switch to the tool that will manipulate whatever your cursor's on yeah to the best best way it needs to be but uh i mean once i started getting some like weapons and uh exploring the biomes and stuff like that like cory and i went uh deep into uh, a cavern and was exploring and getting gold ores and stuff like that and uh you know, copper and silver. We just did all that, and I thought it had a lot of fun. I think it's way better than Minecraft, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having played both, I'm with you on that. Uh-huh. Um, the art style. I don't hate the Minecraft graphics. I can see how it would appeal to people, but I like how Terraria's is way more. Yeah, it's it because it's two D. Like it's it's Mario. You know? Yeah, exactly. Kinda just hopping around, killing some random creatures. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Building a home base is really cool. I just, I've, I really, I enjoyed it. And we played it for like three hours, too. Yeah. Um, I did see one of Corey's really good characters. And as soon as I saw what he was doing with it, I instantly wanted to get all of that stuff because yeah. it looked so He's cool. He's got some awesome stuff. Like he was jetpacking around or something like that. And <laughs> Rock, was like, Rocket boots? Yeah, rocket boots. Yeah, and had like these cool weapons. And I was like, I want all of that. Yeah. And like, I gifted Will my magic mirror. Oh, okay. Which is handy. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, I want to play more and get uh, leveled up. I was gonna play and build a home, the snow, a snow bo- uh, biome, where uh, in our world, because I guess when you unlock the corruption or whatever, it doesn't affect the snow biome. 
So I was going to build, chop down the trees in the snow biome and build uh, houses and stuff, but I didn't get a chance to yet. I've been pretty busy between school and having to play ghosts. Right, right. Um, But yeah. All right. I had a lot of fun with it. It was a great game. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, It's making me look forward to Starbound, too. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Because that's a you know a space theme kind of like Terraria you know mm, that got delayed until 2014 correct yeah yeah okay. it's not coming out until 2014 does it is the time frame for it like first quarter second quarter I don't know if they have one yet I think they're just gonna kind of release it when I think the beta is supposed to start early in 2014 okay are so. you guys getting it on PS4 I uh, I mean it depends get I'll probably I'll probably get it for both both that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Because how much is it going to be? Like, I think it's 15 bucks or 10 bucks. I don't mind dropping the yeah. 30 for both. Yeah. I'll probably get both versions, too. Yeah. That's all I played. Okay. Really? I mean, I played Ghost, but we'll talk about... Yeah, we'll, ha- we'll have an episode probably hangover for, for Ghost, because we've got our next few already planned out. So I will say, though, I'm not playing the single player for the 360. I'm debating if I get it for PS4, I'll play the campaign. But if I don't, I won't, because I saw some videos comparing it, and it looked pretty nice on PS4, and I wanted to get the full effect on the PS4. Okay. I didn't want anything to be kind of compromise because right the 360 version i don't know i've kind of i'm looking forward to the playstation 4 so i figured i just want to play stuff on the ps4 yeah so i figured i'd wait um i'm still debating though if i will get it and i know depending on if i get it uh eric will get it right so if i don't get it eric won't get it and i got it for free on 360 i should say that so i didn't spend any money like I figured because Jake mess or Ryan messaged me, he's like, "Oh, so you manned up and bought Call of Duty?" And I was like, "I actually got it for free, thank you. I didn't spend a dime on this thing, right?" Because my friend really wanted to play, uh-huh. so okay. I was like, "Yeah." I See, there's a sorry, Will, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. There was it. a glitch at Walmart where people got brand new video games for fifteen dollars. I heard about that. Yeah, somebody got like Battlefield Four, Call of Duty, Pokemon X and Y, and something else for Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, all for fifteen. It's great. A game. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, that's a great deal. But yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. All right, Corey. Dan, did you add trying to mine and Will's list? No, I didn't. I will do that right now. Come on. We put our heart and souls into that. <laughs> Get with it. That was a good four hours, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think I have four hours logged in. Logs. Um. Well, you got the list out, Dan. I might as well say that I beat The Walking Dead, the game. Okay. Yeah. Glad well to beat that. Thank you. So you can add that on there. Uh, I like it. I like it a, a real lot. Um, I still like episode two the most. That was that it, episode two was when I thought like, oh my god, this this might be my twenties, twenty thirteens, twenty twelve game of the year. Yeah, yeah. I know what I mean. Um, yeah, I forget. I always forget how to say that. It's always yeah. confusing. But yeah, it, like that one was just it was kind of it it's kind of its own little thing in some ways that it was really dark and really morbid and I was really into it. Um but yeah, so I was I was playing this really late and like I said, Tito, listener from from Tito from LA was in there keeping me company and we were chatting about it and stuff and that, that game is so cinematic in so many different ways and like just I always compare it to the TV show just because, you know, it's a video game based on the TV show, which is based on the comic book. Um, or maybe they're both based on the comic book. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But it, it does so many things, like, 
the way they they set up shots in in like the 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 way they use or or don't use music in the game um there's a specific moment and Tito actually pointed it out to me at the end very last scene in the game when you're in the hotel room is it the, no it's not the last scene one of the last scenes second to last scene uh you're in the hotel room and it's this very serious moment um and there's no music in the scene and it makes it and it doesn't even need it that's what's so great about it it doesn't need you know some stressful uh background music to to immerse you in the moment it's there's enough going on without it will do you know what i'm talking about wait was this for episode five the last yeah the last one when you're in the hotel room yeah oh yeah yeah that was pretty that was pretty crazy yeah episode five i thought was just nuts all the way through i i love that episode because you Um, had that feeling of oh my god am i running out of time and you were just i was so tense through honestly the entire series playing through i was like sitting there like my body was tense i was just like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen because like in episode two and three like some crazy stuff happens that i'm like i don't know what's going to happen at any point for this game yeah so yeah oh can we we talk about spoilers yeah can we get into it i've not played it so no Damn, Damn it, Dan. <laughs> you ruined everything. It's such it's the perfect game to talk about, but we can't. I I'll play it. We'll we'll do it. We'll do a hangover for it. Famous yeah, when? Famous last words. I don't know. We still got to do a hangover for Saints Row. Oh yeah, we do, don't we? That was like 3 months ago. <laughs> we've we've been behind on the hangover episodes. Anyway, continue. What, but anyway. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, the last episode. Yeah, they do. They do set up. Um, they knew they were going to do a second season. I guess that a lot of stuff that happens uh, will carry over, and they indicate that in in episode five, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, how can I talk about this without talking about it? Did you will? Uh, I just want to know. I guess we'll just talk about it some other time because. It's really hard to not spoil it. Well, plus you don't but, want you don't want to spoil it for people that are listening that haven't played it yet. You know. Yeah. Will, did you did you choose to? Uh... Nah, nah. I'm just just gonna drop it. I'll just move on. Dang it! I really want to know. Text him. Nah. How could we talk about it without talking about it? What what episode? No text. Uh, five. Just text him episode about five it. is like the stuff I'm most interested to hear about because. Okay. There's different ways you can end it. Yeah. Uh, did you <laughs> make the character do the thing, or did you... Have the other not, person? Or did you not make the person do the thing? Very last scene. The thing, I, I had the person do the thing for me. You did? Yes. Oh, did you? No, you're crazy. Really? I think I was in the majority with that. I I used the handcuffs. Or wait, or did I? Now I'm I'm doubting myself, because I don't know if I... I think I did have the person do it. Yeah. I don't know why. I think I just kind of was just like, do it. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're an awful human being. (laughs) Well... I, I don't know. I I my motto. I, God, now I can't say the, what my motto would be for a zombie apocalypse because then that would spoil the ending. Mm. We'll talk about um, it for a hangover yeah. soon. We need to. Yeah, we should definitely do it before episode or season two. 
Do you know when that comes out? It's not. It's this year, isn't it? Yeah, it's soon. Very soon. I should. Uh, did you pre-order it yet? Oh no, I should. Yeah, I should too. You can. I guess you can get it for like eighteen bucks somewhere. Oh, holy crap! Yeah, that's cheap. Yep. Uh, but anyway, Walking Dead is fantastic. I still believe it's way better than the TV show. Um, everybody that likes the show, I'm like, you should just you should play the video game because. I think it's appeal. It would appeal to anybody, you know, even people that don't necessarily like games, because it's less about the game and more about the interactive story. Right. Yeah, I really don't like the points where they have it be a game like the shooting. Uh, I, th- I think they they walk that line just fine. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, there was only a couple times where you actually had a cursor and you were shooting zombies. That's true. I thought. I think it was in episode two or three it happened, and I thought it was really bad. It did get a little bit better, but I didn't think it was great. I don't know if it's yeah, something um, they worked on or not. You can get it on Gamefly for 18 bucks. Oh, that's two. not bad. Sorry. I'm probably going to have to do that. So, yeah. Good stuff. I'll move on. Uh-huh. After that, after I beat that, I booted up Oregon Trail. Yeah. And Oregon Trail does something very interesting that not I'm trying I'm I'm trying to think of other games that are able to do this, but it it scratches the nostalgic itch that you know our generation has for Oregon Trail mm-hmm. uh, from back. Wh- did you ever play that? Will I did. I played Probably it too in, young for that. No, I played it in elementary schools. Um, oh, okay, they had it. That was like one of the only video games they ever had at schools. Yeah, um, it scratches that itch and also is its own kind of fun and modern game. It looked very which, interesting, so I'm interested with Which this. is, yeah, which is really, really a hard thing to do. Can you guys think of any other game that kind of does that? Is it has, like, a, a retro... It, it appeals to something we're nostalgic for, but at the same time is its own great game. Yeah. Rogue Legacy? Yeah, Rogue Legacy's kind of close. I know what you're saying. I'm Although, to... that, that doesn't really... I mean, it's it feels newer, you know. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't feel quite as old as it wants to be, I guess. Right. But it's uh, it's yeah, it's 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 Oregon Trail, but it's zombies and it's uh, modern day, and it has all the same, you know, manage resources, build your party, keep your party alive. Uh, instead of crossing rivers, you you cross swarms of zombies. Instead of hunting, you you go on uh, scavenging tours, yeah. I guess you'd call it. Uh, you still have your little pixel guy, and he still shoots a gun, and you can shoot the zombies and stuff. Yeah, when um, I was watching you play it in the morning, I watched. That's what I watched. Yeah, it's 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 a really good game. I really like it. I'll I'll never touch it again. Um, did I say I beat it? Yeah, I think you did say. Well, no, anyway, I, oh. I beat it. Well done. Oh no, you did for The Walking Dead. My bad. Make sure you add it to the list, Dan. Doing it right now. <laughs> I, I will say, Corey, I woke up at 7.30 to get back to help you, and the first thing I saw was my guy died. <laughs> so that was so I made, sweet. I made Thumbstick Athletes plus Tyler. Okay. Uh, will died really early. Yeah, um, I saw a it. A bandit. <laughs> a bandit killed him. And I didn't know what happens is, you know, random stuff happens on the road like it does in Oregon Trail. Um a bandit showed up and I only got one shot and I had to pitch my gun just perfectly at the right angle to shoot the bandit without shooting Will and I shot over both their heads and then the bandit killed Will. Uh, uh, later on, Eric also got held up 
but I lucked out and got the band at that time, so Eric survived. Um, but like, what? <laughs> hey Max, hush. <laughs> but uh, everybody made it pretty far except for Will, and then at the very end, I sold Tyler to some creeps for three hundred dollars cash. <laughs> I couldn't thought of a better way for Tyler to go. <laughs> and then Eric got bit by a zombie. Um, but he was he was okay until I reached the, the end point, which was somewhere in California or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a really good light kind of, you know, three and a half, maybe four hour game. Um, and I know you guys keep knocking me for beating those, but No, there's nothing wrong with it. No, you did it during the stream, which is noble, so I I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's a it's a noble win. Yeah. I'll give you those ones. Not Sprinkle yeah. Islands, but Yeah. But there's a lot of other stuff like like taking care of your station wagon and trading resources and you know. Like I said, it's 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 like the Oregon Trail that we, we know and love, but it has some some modern kind of more deep gameplay elements that make make it a lot of fun. Right. And the only other thing, uh, Dungeon Defenders. Do we want to talk about that at all, Will? We did a little bit already, right? Yeah, we yeah we kind of covered. There's not really much to talk about with that. I mean, the one thing that broke our game, we talked about at least. <laughs> yeah. For the yeah. hour we played it, which was funny yeah. because Eric bought us that game for the four of us to play. And Corey and I joked that we were never going to play it, but it turns out we actually did play it. Without Eric. Without Eric. And the funny thing is, Corey almost bought Portal 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the PC. Oh, okay. To play it. But he didn't. But I didn't. <laughs> he held off. Out of respect. <laughs> I still think it would have been great for Eric just to join the live stream and see us playing Portal. <laughs> he would have been so mad. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> So I guess that's it for me. Okay. It's all yours, Max. Uh, all right, I'm next. Let's see. Let me bring up my thing. Uh, so I played some more Dead Space, which which was on the stream, uh, obviously. But you do. Um, so I'm I'm trying to power through it. I want to get through this and Pokemon Y before the PS4 comes out. Uh, not that I have a lot to play on the PS4, but I do kind of want to, you know, get my fill of PS4 when it comes out. So I want to get through a few things. I like Dead Space; it's a good game. Uh, it's not particularly scary, I don't think. I don't. I don't know. If, yeah, uh, I, I think it's just because I played Outlast recently, sure. and that was terrifying. So everything else. I was else, gonna say I was I was kind of scared in Dead Space One. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been really really scared scared at it at all. So. But I think that's why I think Outlast was so terrifying that uh, that everything else pales in comparison to it. So, uh, so there was that. The other game, new game, I played because I, you know, most of the stuff I played, I had I had played uh, and played a lot before, was uh, Chivalry Medieval Warfare. It's a medieval first-person multiplayer combat game. I started playing obviously during the really early morning during my extra life marathon um, to kind of you know get an actiony game going. Uh, the combat feels a little bit like Skyrim without the magic, and it's also quite a bit more technical than the combat in Skyrim. Uh, playing because you know they, they have a tutorial for it, 
Um, and it, it really needs a tutorial because there's different moves and stuff you can use to counter counter things. Like uh, if someone has has a shield brought up, you can there's there's like a kick so you can kick the shield and break through break through the block. There's also like sidestepping stab moves and 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 stuff like that that you can you can use to to counteract different defenses and offensive so, offenses. So um, that's really good. There's not much really. Sp- story with it because it's a, it's a multiplayer game but you can set it up that you play with just bots in the yeah. game which um, i think i played the chivalry demo with bots okay yeah. i do believe i did that to declare yeah it's it's a it's a multiplayer game but you can set it up to play with bots so you can get the hang of the controls and stuff before you actually like go into the multiplayer thing mm-hmm. uh there's four different classes of soldiers there's archer um which is obvious it's an archer there's a footman which is a light infantry troop uh pikeman which i think it's called pikeman i don't remember now and i went to the website and of course the website was down when i went to it to to read information on it uh the pikeman is a heavy infantry with with long weapons like a spear or halberd or something like that Uh, and then there's the knight which is the heavy infantry obviously with a long sword and shield and stuff so i played the tutorial which explained the combat as well as siege weaponry which i didn't get to use but i did a few matches with uh you know offline bots um and it was uh it was awesome uh if you if you get a chance to to watch any of the combat watch it because it's really really cool Mm -hmm. um like i said it's it's a lot like skyrim the graphics are pretty good for it too i thought um the ai though for the bots was just terrible (laughs) like i i wanted to record a video when i was doing it because i i set it up so it was 32 versus 32 for for the bots and uh like some of them were just running into the wall and just just running into the wall and not you see their legs not, moving yeah going into the wall yeah and not and not figuring out how to go around it and then like some of them there's like team objectives and stuff and one of them what one of the ones that I did like they had to push this cart full the other team had to push this cart full full of dead people um to to you know to into into the area that you're that you're supposed to defend so mm-hmm. buddy you gotta go upstairs to bed. You're distracting daddy, huh? Can we, can we say goodnight? No. <laughs> Fine. I'll, I'll see you in the morning, okay, buddy? Max, sleep is awesome. I like sleep. Say okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, see you, buddy. Night, Max. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, like in a in a multiplayer, you know, first person shooter game, there's different maps, uh, team objectives, deathmatch. Um, oh yeah, but anyway, the the one the one of the ones that I did was a team objective, and they had to push a cart like a, a cart with with dead bodies, plagued bodies into your fort. You had to defend it, and like they would push the cart like halfway, the other team, and not push it anymore. <laughs> then it was just fighting. It's like, well, obviously we're gonna win this battle, uh, but really, I mean, the game's not designed to be. Single player with bots, so cool concept for a game. Though, it's for multiplayer. yeah, it's it's really cool. I actually wanted to jump into one of the servers to to play some multiplayer, but uh, I was looking on the server list, and it all seemed like they were a very specific purpose. And like, I didn't want to be the jerk that you know wanders into the game not knowing. No, I, yeah, because yeah. well, uh, those online games that have dedicated servers have like specific rules. Like I remember when I yeah. used to play like Call of Duty on there, they would like not allow grenade launchers, or yeah. you had to stay crouched the whole game, or yeah. prone the whole game. Like they had those rules, and I'd go in there doing whatever. 
Yeah, and, and they'd get yelled at. Yeah, I'd get yelled at. I'm like, I just want to play. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I didn't end up doing any multiplayer, but uh, it's a really, really awesome game. Um, I love the combat, and it's something I'll definitely play some more. Maybe I'll take a video and put it put it on our YouTube channel so you can kind of see what it's about. But, uh, yeah. I think, like, if Mountain Blade were to have this combat in it, it would be just about the perfect game, mm-hmm. you know? So that was the only Did new thing ever- I played. Go Did ahead. you ever play War of the Roses? No, it's similar. Yeah, that's multiplayer too, right? Yep. Uh, only multiplayer, no, no, like single player campaign or anything. Yeah, I, I think there's, like you said, you can do like with bots or something like that. But yeah, which isn't as fun. And I wish they would have like a campaign for these types of games because it would be amazing. Um, yeah. Like I said, the you know the graphics were good, and it was it was kind of brutal and and violent combat. It was awesome. Um, it really made you feel like you were a medieval knight, you know? So, uh, that was, a, that was a really good game. I really enjoyed, enjoyed playing that. And it got me through my, my tough hours too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And that's all I played new. If you really like it and I see it, I might get it. You can find it for cheap occasionally. Cause steam summer sales was on sale like three times for like $5. Yeah. I got it for cheap. I want to say I paid like six twenty five for it or yeah. something. And the steam holiday sales are coming up pretty soon. So, Oh God. Yeah, pay attention to those. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I know. I'm dropping so much money within the next two months. Yep. So I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah, that's all I played. But, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed Chivalry, Chivalry Medieval Warfare. It's a really cool, really cool game. I think uh, it's definitely something they can expand upon, you know? All right. You want to get right into feedback? Whatever you want to do, broski. All right, well, let's let's do feedback. That works. Uh, I will play our voicemail first. We got a voice email message from Ryan in Iowa, so here we go. Hey, fellas, this is Ryan in Iowa. This is my review of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Uh, I want to start by saying that I played it on the 360, and uh, already I would say it's one of my top three best graphic-looking games of the 360 probably right behind Mass Effect 3 and Crisis 3. Um, it looks terrific uh, throughout the whole game when you're on land and when you're in water. Really, when you're, uh, when you're on, your, on your ship, the jackdaw in water, the crispness of how everything looks and then also feels and plays with the waves of how they roll and, uh, and kind of the perfect synchronicity, like, it's, it's very well done. Um, you could tell the engine that they used uh, for the waves in particular and just kind of the weather. Um, they really nailed it, and um, it's not just like an afterthought. It's something that they in- intentionally try to do. So graphically, um, right off the bat, I think it's a great game. I mean, you'll notice that in the first, like, ten minutes when you're um, synchronizing on like one on top of one of the towers, um, and I haven't even played it on the... X-Bone or the, uh, the PS4, which I'm sure it will be, you know, terrific. Um, Gameplay-wise, uh, I, I think it's a really phenomenal blend of um, land and, and sea um, gameplay. There's a lot of time that you're in the Jackdaw, you're going to one location to the other. The, it's nice that they added a lot, of, lot more fast travel points than in some of the other ones. Um, it was kind of a pain sometimes in, in some of the AC games. 
this one's nice, but you're still in the water a lot. You're still trying to find other ships to plunder and pillage and board. Um, and it's a nice, smooth transition when you're, you know, in a naval battle, and then you have to board a ship, and uh, and then you're in charge of uh, Edward, uh, your character, the pirate, and it, it it's a nice flow of jumping to the other ship, stabbing three or four guys, taking out the main captain, and then their other ship is yours. And then after that, like, one or two, like, little screens of what you're going to do, you're back on your ship, and you can set sail to wherever, and go find the, go find the next ship to board, uh, or if some, some enemies might be bearing down on you. Uh, I, I think that the controls are really tight for the game. I, I think they're probably the best of the series. Uh, it plays a lot, a lot better, um, without this, like, wheel that they had in the, in the AC3. I think the, the wheel was, they were trying to do a Mass Effect thing, and it, it just didn't totally work, um, now to, like, select your items, to select your guns and your weapons and stuff, it, it's a lot smoother with the D-pad, you just, like, select, uh, hit right on the D-pad, and then you bring up, like, your treasure map, and then you bring up, uh, like, uh, the blow gun, or the blow dart, which has, like, sleeping agents in it, and, um, and then you can transition to, you know, your, um, hidden blades or your swords, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's also a lot nicer that they have now two swords, uh, and, in p- typical pirate fashion, two, like, guns on, like, the front of your character, which are really helpful in battles to, to make things a lot smoother and a lot quicker, to be honest, because I feel like the battles, uh, and especially controlling-wise, are a lot, um, it's a lot better transition. Before, in AC3, there was a problem with you, it would, it was a little too easy in AC3, and now it's a little bit more challenging, and kind of like in the Arkham series for Batman, there's a lot more, um, countering that you have to do, and you have to be a little bit more calculated, and kind of what Eric was saying in the last episode with, uh, Arkham Origins, you have to be a little bit more calculated than this one, and, and I like that aspect, um, you can still shoot somebody with your gun, but you only have a limited amount of shots, like three, I think, to begin the game, and then four, um, but yeah, I, I really think the controls are much improved and, and probably the best of the, the series. Um, like I said before, the main story is about Edward, uh, is your character. He's um, Connor's grandfather, and Connor was the uh, AC3 character. He's a lot more funny. He's a lot more um, kind of embellished in, in himself and becoming rich in, in typical pirate fashion. And I think that works a lot better, whereas um, Connor was a little... He's a little dry and kind of a hothead in the third one, and that, that didn't make you like him as much. It, it kind of took away a, a little bit from the game and the main storyline, I felt like. Um, otherwise, I'd say it's it's um, it's a true sandbox. Uh, I, I've, I think once I did a couple main missions, which are, which are really good, the main missions are good, and they do a good job of balancing, like, uh, pirate stuff with... Um, with, like, Blackbeard, and then they do a good job of, like, balancing, like, uh, Assassin's kind of style missions. Uh, the, the heart of the game, and I would say really the, the thing that brings it from a good game to a terrific game is just the openness of the world, of you could sail from the, the top screen to the bottom screen, you could go past Cuba and go to Florida, all the way down to, like, Trinidad, um, 
and there's so much to do. Like, all of the side missions are phenomenal, like harpooning, like random humpback whales and stuff, which is, like, necessary now because instead of an AC-3, it was just a little addition to make you money, and now it's actually you, you need to do some crafting um, to upgrade your character, to upgrade Edward. So he upgrades, like, his breastplate and stuff uh, if you have, like, two or three, like, jaguar pelts and stuff. Um, and now, it, so that's a little bit more relevant. And, and the other one, it was just to make money and to, like, um, make items and stuff. And, and now that that's not necessary. There's other ways to make money, starting with, like, finding random treasure chests and stuff as, as you're sailing along. Uh, I, I've, I spent a good... I mean, there was at least a 10-hour period of of two days where I didn't even play the main story. I just went through, you know, up to Florida, down to the Bahamas, over to, like, down, um, I don't know, where, like, Grenada, or, like, um, the the Virgin Islands. And I just just did random things, harpooning, random uh, naval battles with, like, the British forces. There was one where... I got stuck in a storm, and then there was a naval battle between the Spanish and the British, and I, like, joined in and kind of mopped the floor after the two of them beat the shit out of each other. So, you know, and that that wasn't even part of the main story. That was just me trying to gather resources to upgrade my ship, which leads me to the next part. It's a it's a fabulous blend of of an RPG of of you trying to upgrade your character Edward, but you're also trying to upgrade the jackdaw. You're also trying to upgrade the ship, and you kind of have to manage your money like well. Uh, My problem with AC three was there was things came a little too easy, and and I felt like just money started just flowing in from anywhere and anywhere and everywhere. And this one, you have to manage your money a little bit more and your resources. And um, and I think it does a good job of, oh, do I want to invest more in uh, Edward's outfit right now and his pistols and upgrade his pistols? Or do I need to, you know, upgrade the hole on the jackdaw so I don't get my ass kicked by that uh, man of war that I had to, you know, run from earlier and, and I can actually now engage and, uh, and take over? Um, that's another nice thing is once you board... Um, one of the ships, you have the option of like repairing your ship or lowering your wanted level. And the third option is to adding that ship to your fleet. That's a really cool thing that they kind of brought back in uh, in this one from uh, Assassin's Creed 2, uh, especially like in Brotherhood. You could have like assassins go out and do contracts for you. And now you have like little side missions that you can actually build up a fleet and have them do uh, little side missions for you and, and help uh, help you gain some money and some uh, rare items. So uh, I really think uh, it's a great blend of a pirate game and an assassin's game. I think if you're kind of on the fence, it's much more of a pirate game and it's much more the best of both worlds of pirates um, sailing the open seas but also kind of wandering around on land, and yeah, there's some, there's some kind of reused, uh, assassination contracts and stuff from the other games, and, um, some stealthy, like, oh, I gotta listen to my enemies talk, sort of stuff that they recycled a little bit from the other series, but I think that's, it's not over the head or anything like that, and, um, and then you have the, the awesomeness of, of having your own ship and sailing around wherever you want, 
uh, with the, the open aspect of it and the sandbox aspect of it. Uh, I think those are really kind of the main points, especially somebody who's a little on the fence. I mean, it's just as much of a pirate game as an Assassin's Creed game. So if you were kind of like, oh, I like pirates and the idea of being in the Caribbean, I would definitely say to rent it, if not just straight up buy it, because I think it's going to live up to the to the hype that you have in your head for it. So hopefully this is uh, really helpful for some of you. I'd, I look forward to hearing about uh, your feedback and whatnot. Uh, you know, if you pick it up or, or rent it, uh, I, I plan on being in the chat and, uh, hearing some of, uh, some of your comments and maybe more questions because there's uh, some things I didn't even get to because it's such a big and, and deep engrossing game. I'm like 52% of it done and I think I've played 20, 25 hours, 24 hours. So, and I'm doing it kind of completionist, but I'm trying to really, um, take it all in. So, uh, thanks for the time, and uh, have a good one. All right, thanks for that, Ryan. Now we we kind of tr- we we talked Ryan into it during Corey's stream <laughs> about doing a, an Assassin's Creed Four review for us because um, Eric is going to get it for the PS Four, yes, um, and and then it's gonna it's gonna kind of get passed around. I think I think probably I'll you know I'll play it and you're going to play it too, right? Well, yeah, because Eric's copy. Well, I had no interest before hearing this, but right. hearing it, I'm like. God dang it. But I didn't realize that Eric was getting it, so yeah. I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, Eric's Eric's copy of Assassin's Creed is going to be the, the whore. Yeah. But it's I'm going to get passed around. Now I'm kind of looking forward to playing it. I am too, uh, because I, mostly because I'm partial to pirate stuff. And I had really I, – I, I was on the fence about getting this. I, I wasn't going to get it, but then I'm like, you know, as it gets closer to the PlayStation release and Watch Dogs gets canceled – um, I'm like, I should get Assassin's Creed because I I like pirates. I'll, I'll probably like it, but then I'm like, you know, what? A week from after the after the PlayStation comes out, the Mario, the new Mario game's coming out. So oh, crap. Yeah. I'll probably just get that and, and borrow Eric's. But I do want to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go over his review real quick. He said it's one of the top three games graphically for for the this generation or maybe maybe Xbox. He said, well, Mass Effect and what was the other one? Was it Halo? I don't remember what he said. I only heard Mass Effect, and I was yeah. like, yes. I was like, Mass Effect, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he says uh, weather and water engines are both good, which is important. I mean, weather is a hu- was a huge thing during the, the Pirate Age, you know. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it's a good blend of land and sea stuff. Uh, what is I can't remember. Good, good spread of fast travel points. That's really important because uh, one of the things I hated about Assassin's Creed Three was how far you had to travel anytime you wanted to do something. You know, it pretty much just dropped you in at the the entrance to whatever area you were in, and mm-hmm. just said, you know, good luck, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, figure it out for yourself. So there was that. Um, he said the controls are tight and best of series, which is important. Uh, because that's why how I ended up rage quitting is because the c- controls were so bad. I thought so. Yeah, that's, that, that's good to hear. Same with me. That was another reason why I quit three. Yeah, it's horrible. You know, in, in in hearing his review, and I'm also playing. I'm also playing the the gameplay in the in the chat. Uh-huh. I kind of get the impression like maybe this type of Assassin's Creed is better suited to the type of Assassin's Creed they they built. You know, it's a little bit more open. It's a little yeah. bit less about the stealth. In you know uh, nitpicky assassinations, and more about just you know being a pirate and having a good time. And, yeah. And, but I don't know. 
that's not assassinated me though is the only thing well i know but what i'm saying is i feel like the game the the game they they built is more suited to this mm. setting for Assassin's Creed than what they yeah in the yeah past. L- like okay, yeah. like the the engine is better suited to be a pirate game than be an Assassin's game. That's what you're saying, sure. right? Yeah, because yeah. because honestly, like trying, I try to do the game stealthy. And it's impossible. Yeah. It's way too hard. I thought yeah to go completely stealthy. Yeah, because um, a lot of times you can't tell. Like like I've had problems like you can't tell like the line of sight for mm-hmm. guys that you're trying to stab. So you'll, you'll think you're like behind them far enough to sneak up behind them, but they see you out of their peripherals yeah. and you, you like, you don't know what the, what, I guess that's kind of realistic, but you don't know what the, what the vision is for the, the for the guys yeah, you're trying yeah, to stab. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't even feel like it's consistent, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, he said Edward makes a better character than, than, uh, what was it, Connor? Connor Kenway. Which I can totally see. You know, I uh, didn't care Not care hard to Connor. do. <laughs> right. Not hard to be a better character than Connor. Right. Plus, I think it, it suits the, you know, the, the pirate lifestyle a little bit more to have a, a little bit more fun, from what I understand, a little bit more fun-loving, uh, happier kind of dude. Yeah, definitely. Who wants to play a, a dry pirate? Right. Right, right. <laughs> you, yeah, your pirate yeah. does have to be kind of colorful character. Yeah. I guess. Uh, he says, true sandbox, good good balance of pirate and assassin missions, too, which that's okay. good. Uh, lots of side stuff to do. Gathering resources is more useful than just for money. He says you actually use that to upgrade your equipment. Uh, upgrading your ship is important. Uh, money management is more important, which is also a good a good step. Uh, it's best, best of both pirate and assassin's games, and he said it's a lot more open. So that's also huh. a good thing. I read that um, the barriers for like going into new areas in Assassin's Creed feel more organic and natural because uh, there there is a little bit of barrier to like some some places are guarded by really powerful pirate ships um, that you can't access until you upgrade your ship far enough. Uh, but that's better, I feel like, than just putting this invisible wall. Like, oh, you can't go there because you haven't unlocked that far in the Animus. You yeah. know, I didn't like that type of artificial barrier. Yeah, it, this one feels natural. Like, you're just not powerful enough to come here yet. Yeah. You know, um, you'll get smoked. If you go yeah, here. exactly, exactly. Which I that that makes it feel better as like a game. You know, that than putting just the invisible walls. Yeah. I gotta have my wife come get him. He's being a, the dog's being a pain in the butt. Um. So yeah, thanks for that, Ryan. We appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, I am I am actually starting to look forward to it. Uh, maybe Eric will let me have his copy before he he plays it. Nah, probably not. I'll let. It, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll focus on Shadowfall at least at first. Shadowfall, um, Killzone. Oh, that's Killzone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can get Assassin's Creed Four, or you can get a shooter, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> right. Those, those are your options. Those are the only two options. Yeah. Hang on a second. I'm just texting the wife. The dog is starting to get into stuff. He was good most of the episode, and now he's starting to be a pain. It's funny because you were talking to me, and I just hear him. I look down, and he's looking at me going, Yeah. So I was like, oh, hey, Gimli. He, he wanted you to throw his bottle cap that he found. Well, he didn't bark. He knew. That you're, no, I know. That he, we're talking he, he knew, on he, here. He's like, I just got a growl, <laughs> a little low growl. So, so you, th- so you throw my bottle cap. <laughs> okay, so thanks for that, Ryan. We appreciate that, and it it actually is getting me excited to to play some AC4. And we like should say, say, if if you have a game that you know you play and and we don't, and you want to have your thoughts heard, feel free yeah, to send in. Yeah, let us know because we don't we aren't going to play everything um, because we only we only. 
uh, you know, play games really that we want to buy and play. You know, we don't we don't buy a lot other than like Call of Duty um, because we yeah, kind of feel like we have to. Games we feel obligated. Yeah. To play. Uh, but for the most part, we'll just buy games that we want to buy and play. So. Uh, Call of Duty is one of those exceptions because we feel like we should cover it. So yeah, GTA was my exception. Right, exactly. We we all have our exceptions that that we do. Okay, uh, so moving on to Facebook feedback. This is from Idaho Jake, who says, "Hello, fellas. Tuesday, I was heading into GameStop." to buy Assassin's Creed 4, but my cousin called and said they had bought it and I could borrow it once he was done with it. So as I headed to GameStop, I decided to get Batman Arkham Origins. So here's my review. I don't understand the low scores for this game. I like it a lot. I do feel that this game was destined to get low scores because if they would have changed a lot of stuff, uh, it would have gotten low scores. And if they didn't, uh, if they didn't, or wait, Use your words. I know. <laughs> it would have gotten low scores if they didn't uh, change low scores. So no matter what, low scores. Uh, for myself, I'm glad they didn't change change it because if you have a game that got nine, score, scores, nine scores, why change? Uh, the boss fights and crime scene investigations are pretty awesome, like Eric said. In this game, there is a lot of, yeah, bitch, I'm Batman moments. Uh, after four failed attempts on fighting Deathstroke on the fifth time, I finally beat him and I wanted to jump up and say, fuck yeah, bitch, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the other moment, uh, the other moment, I won't spoil it, but Eric might know what I'm talking about. The first time when you run into the guy with the electric gauntlets, it made me laugh. The only things I would change is Gotham City not being alive. There should be people on the sidewalks and driving around. Uh, then maybe the random crimes would not be would be a little more interesting and don't put multiplayer in a game that has never even needed it. Uh, I did notice that the graphics are not as crisp as Arkham City, and I think it's because they made the game for next-gen and they cut down the graphics to be able to put it on next-gen. Uh, this game is a buy for me. I also bought a PS4 controller, and I have to say it feels so good. The joysticks are inverted and... Uh, have a nice rubber grip on them. My thumbs never moved off them. I'm glad they put triggers because it helps to identify the bumpers. The buttons feel better and they're closer together. Never once felt like I needed to mash the buttons and um, mash the buttons I press and it does what I want. The bad part is you have to have it plugged in all the time and the home button doesn't work when using it on the PS3. I suggest if you are going to get a PS4 on release date or later get a PS4 controller now. Uh, South Park, is it ever going to come out or is it going to be a canceled game? Uh, Another question, why is Xbox giving shitty free games while PS3 is giving great games? I've been watching uh, Arrow on Netflix, and I have to say uh, that show is really good. I think I like it because he will kill bad guys with no remorse. Congrats to Dan, Corey, and Tito for extra life effort. I want to be part of it next year. Well, that's it for me. So thanks for that. He, I meant, he meant he meant to say Michael. Yes, um, yeah, Michael. Michael was on our team. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Arkham City. He he's he's in the same boat as Eric with with Arkham City, Arkham Origins. I'm sorry. Uh, doesn't understand why why it's getting low scores. And he he kind of touched on some of the same same things Eric said, and that's that you know if you have such a good game, you really don't need to change it that much to you know make make it again. But like a lot of the reviewers were complaining that it wasn't changed enough. Uh, but if you change it too much, you might run into bad reviews because of because of you changed it, you know. Well, I think I saw Kotaku said that that it's like a cover band covering your favorite song. Right. He said they don't change it a whole lot to make it their own, 
but they keep it, you know, they keep it similar to what it was. And I think that was the best description I heard of the game. Right. From what I plus gathered. It's, plus it's just hard to do the third entry in a series, you know? Yeah. Granted, it's a little bit different because it's a different developer and it's not necessary. It's, well, it's not a continuation of the story. Right. But, like, can you guys think of a third game in a series that was very well received recently? I mean, Fable 3, no. No. Not really. Mass Effect 3, no. No. Uh, dang it, no. Uh, I mean, you, you have your, like, civilizations. Assassin's Creed 3, no. But, no. Um, Morrowind. Yeah, but that doesn't really... That's a little bit different. I, I Just because it's a totally different generation, and yeah. some would argue, you know, like, the start uh, of the, you know. Gears of War 3. Halo 3. Yeah. Are some exceptions to that rule. Touche. But I, I think you're generally right for the most part. Well, and even are, in movies, you know. Oh, definitely in definitely in movies. Well, those are more bro games. Yeah. So it's, it's. I feel like, especially with this generation, it's been like, okay, you get the first game, people like it, but it has problems. They refine and fix those problems in the second game, and by the third game, you know, people want something more. Something, yeah. And so it's sometimes it's hard to deliver on that. I hope that doesn't happen for Borderlands. Because I really like uh, Borderlands too. <laughs> yeah, we're. So. We're there at that point. Yeah. I could see Borderlands 3 being more of the same. Uh, yeah, I could too. Which I think for me will be fine too. Um, as long as it's got its sense of humor and, and weapon, weapon, you know, loot the loot in it, I think it'll be fine. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, he, he got a PS4 controller, which he, he was telling us about. Uh, I think it was during, was it during your stream, Corey? Or was it during mine? Uh, I don't remember. Earlier in the chat for today's episode, he was sniffing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said it smelled really good. Yeah, there's nothing like new. I, I, I was telling – oh, I think it was during my stream we were talking about it because I was saying that the, I think the two best smells in the world are new car smell and new electronic smell. It was your stream. Um, new car smell is better only because you don't smell new car smell as often as you smell new electronic smell. True. It's also not it's, – it's actually – toxic new electronics and new car smell it's from the, the the chemicals that they use to clean them and stuff so it's not not a good thing but it's just something about it so delicious i want i want i want an all-natural uh console <laughs> an all that <-nat> yeah <laughs> organic it hasn't it comes, been washed comes in like bamboo or something <laughs> that would be funny uh yeah he talks about the controller and how much better it feels i love the controller i i kept fondling wills when he had it over here mm -hmm. i would just keep it in my pocket and just bring it out to touch it you know i should say so nice. uh ryan said in the chat and he brought up a perfect example of you know a third game that was awesome that was the same well not necessarily the same generation but far cry 3 okay. oh yeah um good point so that's probably the best example i'd say yeah saints row the third mm. Although a lot of people yeah. thought Saints Row the Third was a big step back from Saints Row Two, eh, all the people that played Saints Row One and Two thought that. Yeah, see, true. I, only, I only played two. <laughs> it's my first one, and I loved it. Yeah, me too. Well, Giant Bomb named a Game of the Year for them. Oh, did sure. they? And they played yeah. all of them. Okay. Uh, let's see. Arrow. Do you guys watch Arrow? No, I've never watched Arrow. Yeah, I've neither. I don't watch Which that one. Which one is though. that? Is that the Robin Hood one? Oh. Uh. Is, is Jake is Jake in the chat? 
Uh, I think he's having a problem with his internet, but I, I, okay. I, I've been looking for a new TV show to watch. Oh. Uh, watch Archer. The Walking Dead's been pissing me off. I'm surprised you don't like it. I like it way more this season. I can't take it. Why? It's just not good. I don't know why. Nothing, you... inter- nothing interesting happens, ever. You don't like the disease? aspect which doesn't ever get touched on with zombie apocalypse it's like, an ep- it's like watching an episode of dragon ball z it's like watching a whole episode of somebody charging up a spirit bomb <laughs> <laughs> yeah a whole lot of nothing <laughs> happens, <Nothing> happens. <laughs> that did start and to it, get really bad it's, dragon ball it's, z. i don't know it's just it's just frustrating because there's so much they could do and it's not that expensive to 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 you know shoot an episode of the walking dead probably the most expensive part is in time is doing the makeup for for zombies but you don't even i mean it's a modern day like nothing fantastical about it yeah and they do nothing all episode they talk and you know i i think i said this last week but people argue it's oh it's a it's a character driven you know it's a character piece it's a character study um and I would argue that I, you know, none of the characters are very interesting to me. Right. I really don't care about any of them. I stopped watching after the first season, but I don't. I don't really watch that much, so I could be. Oh, wrong. Arrow is about Green Arrow, the DC character. Oh, oh, cool. Duh, I think I knew. We that. should have known that. You Embarrassing. Should, you should watch Archer, Corey. <sighs> it's really. I good. need something meaty. Yeah, it's not very meaty. <laughs> like South Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, oh, speaking of South Park, South Park are going to come out, which I, I touched upon that during my nibble bits. No, um, it's not. It doesn't seem like it, but <laughs> uh, the, at least it's got, you know, it's March 4th, so. Well, it was December we'll something, see. right? It was December 10th, I think, was the And before the last that, date. it was August. It was supposed to come out of March of this year. Yeah, yeah. it was supposed to, yeah. It was yeah. a THQ first quarter game it's like super smash brothers brawl that got delayed like four times yeah uh why is xbox giving shitty free games while ps3 is giving great games you don't like peggle (laughs) uh this month this month it's uh uh dragon's dogma dark arisen which is a great game I didn't play Dark Arisen, but Dragon's Dogma was was fantastic. What's, so what's, what's Dark Arisen? Yeah, what's the it's difference? the the expansion oh, okay. for for Dragon's Dogma. I don't know what's in it because I didn't play it. I had gotten rid of my Xbox by the time that came out. But yeah, I keep hoping that comes out for PC. And I know you mentioned that at some point, Corey. Yeah, I don't see why not. What are they waiting on? I don't know. It's frustrating, but uh, Netflix, Green Arrow. Uh, he says it's really good because uh, he, the Green Arrow must be kills bad guys with no remorse. That's kind of neat, right? Who else kills bad guys with no remorse? Bad guys. Is Green Arrow a bad guy? Hmm, that's an interesting dichotomy you created. I don't know. We should get Jared in here. He's the he's the comic book guy. Yeah. None of us are really in. Dan, you're not really into comic books, are you? Uh, I, I read Captain America occasionally, but I usually read the old ones. Yeah. I got into the new ones for a little while, but not so much. It's it's mostly laziness, though. That's the reason why I don't do it. Full reading the pain. 
Yeah, exactly. Laziness. It's, it's, I can only consume so many things, you know? Right. I consume mostly video games and, and then books, too. Same. I miss being unemployed. <laughs> Do you? Kind of. No, I don't miss being unemployed. I miss having that, like, three months. Yeah, I have nothing in, to do. In between the seasonal layoff. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I will I will admit to that. Okay. Uh, so thanks for that, Jake. On to Tito's feedback. He says, what's up, Thumbstick Athletes? I received my GTX 780 in the mail on Monday after just, wait, or after just waiting a week when I saw it for a ridiculously cheap $360. But here's what Amazon tried to do. They silently started canceling the orders. No me email mentioning why. I went on slickdeals.net and read the forums uh, for the deal thread, and they mentioned calling them and maybe being able to get a substitute card for the same deal. Lots of people started posting saying they were successful or either just getting gift cards from Amazon. It took me four calls and chats until I managed to sweet talk $155 off another GTX 780 and had them wave off the shipping. They ended up giving me another $25 off after my card shipped when I called uh, about how customers were receiving cards and others weren't. And I got the NVIDIA 3-game bundle deal. I ended up paying $20 more than the original deal for the card, but I plan on selling the games uh, Batman Origins, Assassin's Creed 4, and Splinter Cell Blacklist for really cheap, as well as my GTX 570. I was thinking 30 bucks for Origins and Assassin's Creed 4, 10 for Blacklist, uh, and post on Los Angeles Craigslist for my graphics card. Now I'm enjoying Sweet Modding Bliss in the world of Skyrim. It's like a completely different game. I usually don't like Bethesda games, too boring for me, but the modding community has helped me enjoy the game. Also, congrats on the Extra Life Marathon. Caught a little bit of Dan playing and watched Corey finish beating The Walking Dead. What a fantastic game. I definitely would love to hear a spoiler cast episode on the different playthroughs the Thumbstick Athletes played. So... Uh, Tito, that's excellent. You were able to end up kind of getting your deal. Pretty close to it anyway. Uh, this and congrats on a GTX 780. Yeah, that's a future-proof card. That that should last you a good long while. Good four years, five years maybe if you're, you know, if you're not not wanting to upgrade, you know, a couple years from now. I usually you're, like to upgrade pretty frequently. So Yeah, you've got a safety net for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, you're good. I mean, the GTX 570 was a great card. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the 780 that's that's future proof for a little while. It's that's awesome. And he ended up getting it. it must be for about three hundred eighty dollars. So he's going to sell some of the some of the games that he got with it uh, to re- recoup some of that cost. You probably get a pretty penny for the five seventy. I think if you can find those new, they're still like two hundred and fifty bucks or two hundred bucks. Uh, if you can find them on like Amazon or whatever, they're still a pr- pretty pretty penny. Uh, so he's enjoying Skyrim and all the mods, which is, yeah, that's, that's, we've, we've discussed that quite a bit and how great the mods are for Skyrim. I haven't put any on my game. Someone asked me when I was playing it, but I hadn't yet, but I also hadn't really played it. So for, for PC, uh, congrats on the extra life marathon. Caught a little bit of Dan playing, watch Corey being the walking dead. What a fantastic game. I would love to hear a spoiler cast episode on the different playthroughs the thumbstick athletes played. Uh, we will get to that. I will play it first, and then we'll do a uh, spoiler episode for it. Better be soon, Dan. Well, I know. You guys have me intrigued, so I do want to play it, even though, like I said, I only watched the first season of The Walking Dead and haven't haven't caught it since. But mm-hmm. I think you have me intrigued with the, with the, the, game. the game, yeah. So thanks for that, Tito. 
It's awesome on the 780. Oh, such a good card. Kind of jealous. I'm very jealous. All right. Uh, the last one is for my wife, who says, I'm very proud of Dan for making it through his 25 hours of gaming for extra life. He never even seemed tired, and the best part was that he went right back to his stay-at-home dad duties and never skipped a beat. Nice work, Dan. I just wish we could have fit some Rayman into that 25 hours somewhere. Uh, which I would have, but I wanted to be. I wanted to stream the whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, I, initially the plan was that my son was supposed to go to my mom's house, um, to so she, she could watch him. But he he got sick, so I didn't want to you know ship him off to mom sick. So mm-hmm. she ended up coming here to watch him. I was just gonna I was gonna play like Pokemon and uh, I was because he was gonna be home. I was gonna play Pokemon and like Legend of Zelda during the day until my wife got home from work and then start like the actual streaming. I was still going to start the marathon at yeah. like eight or nine in the morning, uh, but just not stream it. But I really did want to stream it. So mom came and, and watched Watch. my son until my wife got home from work. And, and then did I you, did you home. text mom while she was at your house and tell her to bring you down a sandwich? No. <laughs> or he would have mom bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I, I do that when I'm home, I'll text her and be like, can we get some drinks out here? <laughs> yeah, I, I do that all the time. I usually ask what's for dinner or say mm. smoothie. Nice <laughs> smoothie. <laughs> nice. No, I didn't. I didn't do that. I didn't do much texting or anything. Yeah, the only was, little bit was, was kinda... with me because I was asking yeah. you what you were doing. I was too focused on my gaming. <laughs> so. I I will admit though, Dan, I was talking to Dad about it. The twenty five hour marathon. I yeah. said I was blown away that you just went upstairs just to continue watching Max. So, like you were up for like. 30 some hours yeah yeah i was i like i said i caught a few 10 to 15 minute naps in there mm-hmm. like maybe two two i would say two naps for mm-hmm. 15 minutes power cat naps that's impressive uh and like i said i really that day only felt tired from like 1 30 to 4 ish uh once once supper time kind of rolled around I, I felt fine and was up until like 10 yeah so i was going cross-eyed oh were you Oh, yeah. You know what? I think after having a child and going through a month of sleep deprivation, it kind of it kind of stymies your mm. or, or, or steals your resolve, I guess you could say, uh, and you kind of get used to it. Because really, like for a month after my son was born, I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I actually couldn't go to back go back to work as as quickly as I wanted to because we just weren't sleeping, and yeah, it, it would it would have been dangerous for me to drive around on a tractor after not having slept. So. Yeah. Well, because I, oh, I came in at 7.30 both times to watch you guys again, and there's a big difference between what Corey looked like and what you looked like. You looked uh-huh. pretty normal, Dan. Uh, Corey looked like he was exhausted. He went through war. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, after having kids, you kind of you kind of get used to it. You gotta, yeah. That's part of it. Well, you used to... I was, I was also... I, I consumed a full pot of coffee um, at night, too, uh-huh. so... That and was part of it. You also say that you play video games until like two or three yeah. in the morning every yeah. day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's that's normal for me. So really, like I said, the only hard part was between four and six in the morning. Yeah. When I was like, okay, I'm I'm tired. Because six is when you get up for work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was fun though. I had, I had a good time. I I got a little uncomfortable at the end, like <laughs> from sitting in the same chair and. Initially, it was really cold down here. I, I turned on that heater that's behind you so I, I could stay warm, but <laughs> I was freezing after the first few hours. I had to dig that out. Of breaking the news, you guys. Uh-oh. Well, I don't know how breaking it is, but I didn't know this. Age of Empires 2 
HD edition expansion pack out today. I heard about that. Really? Age of Empires 2 HD The Forgotten, $10. Uh, advance to the Steam Age. Explore new maps, multiplayer scenarios, and user-created campaigns. Uh, or reinvent your game, your experience with new sounds, visuals, AI, units, and more. Fibs. That's great. Upload right from the map editor. Collaborate with friends to create a masterpiece collection. Trading cards are now available. Five new civilizations, the Italians, Indians, Slavs, Magyars, and Incas. Wow. Four new campaigns. Wow. Oh, my God. That sounds fabulous. That does sound I know. Sick. I know what I'm doing. Huh. Okay. Where'd you read that? On Steam. I was just farting around on Steam, and it just popped up. Huh. Also, they announced when the new Star Wars movie is going to be out today. Oh, they did? Yeah, it's uh, December 2015. I think it was like the 18th, maybe. Oh, nice. But Star Wars Episode Seven, December 2015. They started pre-production. When's so. the new Hobbit movie? Is this supposed to be December? Yeah, it's yeah December I think something. it's December. They just came early, out... Early they, December. They just came out with the extended edition Blu-ray, which I'm going to buy pretty soon. So, because I want to watch it again before I go see the next one. Mm-hmm. So. We have it on DVD if you want to, uh, but you want Blu-ray. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm, a, I'm snobby like that. I don't blame you. Well, once you have a Blu-ray, you're like, I just want to watch go Blu-rays. Back. Yeah. Because <laughs> DVDs Dan, don't, don't look very good. You mentioned uh, chugging a pot of coffee yeah. the night of your marathon. Yep. I just wanted to share my brief my brief coffee story. Okay. Um, My girlfriend was out with her friends that night, and she was coming home, and it was like 1 or 2 a.m. or something like that, and... She called from Popeye's and asked me if I wanted any food. I was like, no, but would you mind? Dunkin' Donuts is right next door. I'm like, would you mind going to Dunkin' Donuts to get me a coffee? She said no. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Ten minutes later, she calls me. and She's like, what do you want? I'm at Dunkin' Donuts. And I said, I would like a latte, the largest, the absolute largest size latte they'll give you. Yeah. She said, okay. She came back with a tiny little 10-ounce <laughs> latte. Really? And for those for people that don't really know me, if I'm in a certain kind of mood, I can get really pissed off <laughs> and like not like be mean, but just be really pissed off. Yeah. And that was one of those times. <laughs> and it was just a little like stupid thing. I wasn't mean to her and I didn't even say anything to her. But like in internally I was just You wanted to throw it against the wall. <laughs> on fire. Corey, it's funny cuz I'm the same way, so I know exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> You weren't like, what the fuck is this? No, I was just like, uh, thank you. And right. I just looked at it, and I just <laughs> sunk. Well, if she was out, she probably had been drinking, right? No, nah, she wasn't. I mean, she had been drinking, but she wasn't Not, inebriated oh, okay. or anything. Huh. That's rich. So yeah. you, you were expecting a 24-ounce latte, which I think is their biggest oh, yeah. size. That's something to last me a few hours. Yeah. A little guy lasted me. Ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, you brought it up on the stream when I came back. You're like, look at this. You were so mad. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. Any, anything else? I don't think so. I already downloaded the Age of Empires. Oh, nice. Expansion. Okay. Uh, next week. Next week's episode will be our farewell to this generation episode. Um, 
we're looking at probably Tuesday or Wednesday. We won't be able to record Thursday because after Eric gets out of work, me and him are going to head over to the to our local GameStop and to pick yeah. up his system. So uh, it won't be Thursday, but Tuesday or Wednesday night, um, we'll be doing our our live stream for our uh, next episode. So pay attention for that. How's our farewell episode structured? We haven't. De- I haven't decided. Okay. I'll let you guys know. Sounds good. Once it once once I figure it out. I have an so, idea. We'll talk, okay. we talk about it off here though. Okay. Um so yeah, that'll do it for episode one twenty of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Yeah!